0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, part one of a two-part space, financial instruments in Cosmos, b atom Inc., Sienna, Len Plus, and more. Let's take a listen.
1: What up, Tricky? You be my right uh, hand man on this one? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at. What up, what up, what up, what up? how we doing pretty good man good show last night it's a fun time
2: yeah it was a good one it's always it's like uh the crowd that
3: like the lunatics mainly but especially sefi is kind of like a more like you know serious investor crowd and the the strategies they're into it's always good to kind of switch it up and talk about those things and especially get all that knowledge from sefi because dude's a a, dude's a genius
1: (laughs) yeah man he, uh, I just recently started listening to his shows because I wanted more exposure to Luna because I, I mean, I've had Luna literally since um, it li- listed on osmosis, but I was just mainly just the Luna Osmo pool, let it ride kind of guy. But now I'm starting to get a little bit more exposure to the eco. I, I look at Luna as basically my retirement savings, so. A lot of yep. people do, a lot of people will funnel them, the funnel, I can't speak right now, funnel their money into Bitcoin, but I do that with Luna. So, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just getting a bigger and bigger position as it goes along. So, yeah, it, yeah. it does,
3: it does a better job of being like a, a true monetary system, not to take away from what Bitcoin is, it's still doing its job as a good store, like a store of value, a pure store of value, but yeah you know, there's more things out there yeah you
1: know? well yeah and plus i'm i'm just i'm in ibc so much that basically it helps too if i have luna because i could just move it around if i have to He's yeah. like right now currently you can't do that with bitcoin i mean eventually that'll be a thing within ibc especially when it comes on osmosis but for the time being i'm just a luna luna guy i'm gonna yeah. like basically storing crypto
3: that's one of the things right now that Luna's going through is so they don't allow like uh, cross-chain smart contract interacting, and then they don't allow for any of their like uh, native tokens to be exported through IBC. So like I saw somebody like Larry from Mars, Larry OX, he like validates and mm-hmm. works on some uh, projects. He was talking about Mars Protocol maybe even spinning up their own chain and becoming their own layer one because they don't want to wait for Terra to allow that to happen because they're like dude we can't even be on osmosis but we're we're a terra blue chip you know but then you have marble and hope yeah. <laughs> you know and all this stuff so yeah. it's interesting you know like either you know that's either going to be cool because terra is going to integrate more into ibc because people want it or we're going to start to see some of these you know DApps built on top of it become their own chain
1: yeah and then i don't, I don't know well you you were probably in the show last week when we had hydro finance which is going to be yep a financial product on secret network and their, their stable coin is going to be SUST. So, I mean, that's even more utility for, you know, UST, so to speak. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, yeah, it just keeps growing and UST is going to keep growing. And is clearly the winner, especially in the Cosmos ecosystem, especially right now. So, so for
3: SUST, is that them just pretty much like buying their own reserves of UST, but then, putting it on the secret network and wrapping it and making it secret or is it there? Yeah.
1: So like the way they're doing it is kind of like a reserve. You, I don't get into all the specifics with like derivatives and all that, but though any token that's in their financial, basically it's for zero, zero fee swaps. And uh, yeah, it's going to be their stable coin. So there's probably going to be pairings with it and stuff like that. But yeah, I think SUSD has a big chance in a secret network, especially if they want to have it pegged to the to the dollar, the USD. Not everything's gonna be pegged to USD. So I mean, you know, like I'm still I'm still bullish on um, you know, like NGM with the with the E euro, because you know, there's more than just one um main currency in the world. It's not just US, you know, USD. So exactly. I know, like if you think
3: about that, like how much like you know the european currencies play a role in the world economy and the thing and just even other currencies and to think that we don't even really have other stable coins that are major players right now like that just that alone should let you know that like you know ngm is gonna have something special you know they're already eu compliant so it's i'm excited for that one you know i can't wait till we have them on the show too for ama because that one like you know we said is like a sleeper that one could just boom oh so yeah we can go in form
1: and i'm i'm real bullish on Essentially, any real real utility for financial instruments, like per, like we're gonna have persistence on. It. I think they're stopping by real soon here. They just actually dm me on Telegram. But yeah, products like that. I mean, they're building themselves for the long run. You know, it, it, especially right now, you might see like some turbulence because there's lockups with um you know investors and stuff like that. But over time, that that ends, and then you know they can do their thing, so to speak. So I'm not. People. Some people are just in it for such short term. It's like, no, nah, I'm in it for the long term. Like I think NGM, but they have regulatory compliance and in, in uh, Switzerland and uh, throughout Europe. So I mean, that's a sign for you know, that's a sign to stay. Whenever you see something like that, so they're not going to go through all that, and make partnerships with banks and financial institutions, and then just fade away and you know, in the sunset, so to speak. They're going to be here for the long haul. Persistence is doing the same thing. I mean, I know they're coming on. I think. They might be in here now, but if you guys persistence team, if you're in here, just raise your request to speak. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're they're doing their thing. I mean, they're gonna have B Atom, which is you know one of the topics today of how people can utilize their Atom token for more than just staking it regularly or providing liquidity just on like osmosis or whatnot. So I mean, that's gonna be cool. Um, I'm all for I'm all for additional options. Like even if I technically don't use it or won't at the moment, it's just always good to have different options and more utility for tokens. So it's it's really cool. And I think that's what's empowering about IBC is that it it's like a huge network effect and it's just gonna keep growing and growing and growing. You don't even know like what what um DApps will be out in the future and stuff like that, you know, like Avmos is coming. So that might have a bunch of utility and cross-chain utility and stuff like that. So I think like I always keep saying we're on the right train. It's like the huge network effect that just keeps building and building and building. So I'm really interested to see that future growth in, you know, financial instruments, so to speak. I know Terra has their their own thing going on with a bunch of different financial instruments, which is great, too. All right, we got hills here so whenever you get a chance you just if you want to introduce yourself to the community and um, i kind of just give a little bit of tidbit what's going on today about like b adam and the product that you guys are offering and you know just go from there we're really interested in seeing the additional utility with the b adam token and i know i've been in talks with some people in the terra ecosystem that have um, pools where there's possibly going to be B atom and atom pairings too, and I'm just interested to see what the yield would be on that. So good, bud. Yeah.
4: Uh, hey, thank you, Hoss, Th- Thank you, Tricky. Uh, good to be here. I'm, I'm Mikhil and I'm the project lead for Stake within Persistence. Uh, it's really exciting to be here, and yeah, I can uh, maybe talk about what we are up to with Stake. But you know, uh, definitely with B atom, we've been working on this for. For a few months now with the anchor protocol team and it's good to see that you know uh, we are gearing up for a launch on mainnet so that's been pretty exciting uh with the atom what we've done is uh you know this would probably be the first decentralized use case for uh you know borrowing against atom or in fact obviously the first for staked atom so uh this is the first major use case for that and i think integrating with anchor and just allowing atom holders to you know borrow usd should be a huge win for the cosmos ecosystem and obviously it it drives demand for usd within cosmos as well because now atom holders can directly get access to to usd so this is something that that's really exciting and i'm looking forward to the space and talking more about what what we've been building
1: so do you do you know the mechanics behind uh like the b atom token like when that's going to be available and when when is everything on on um if it hasn't been i haven't really been on anchor lately but when that's supposed to happen on there yeah
4: sure so uh we recently <laughs> posted a, a forum post uh around you know integrating b atom and uh what the mechanics looks like uh we've been uh so the proposal on anchor went live last week and uh this i think two to three days more left for the uh, uh, for the voting period to end, so people still have two to three days to vote to onboard the collateral. Um, there's been eight percent or nine percent, you know, f- uh, folks that have already like uh, we've seen around eight point yeah, eight point two five percent votes already on the proposal, and it seems to be you know like all going in in favor of uh, onboarding the collateral asset. Uh, we just need around 1.6% more votes to, to reach quorum and get the onboarding process uh, kickstarted. The integration on, on mainnet, you know, contract deployments, everything is already done. So as soon as the proposal passes, we should be able to see it live. Uh, in terms of how it works, as long as you have, you know, Atom, you can just go to pStake, stake your Atom and you get stk Atom. You don't have to pay any fees for this. You know, this is like basically a Cosmos send transaction uh you mint stk atom you use the p stake interface to convert to b atom which is a wrapped version of you know the stk atom once you wrap stk atom into b atom uh you essentially get b atom on terra which you can use an anchor protocol you collateralize it and then you're able to borrow USD. it's it's fairly straightforward uh because of the staking rewards that you're generating you know uh, your borrow rate reduces quite a bit so
1: that's the high-level mechanics for this. So out, people out there, so basically, you would have to use app.pstake.finance, which is the pstake application. You you do need a MetaMask um, wallet. And, you know, obviously, you already have Kepler. So you can send it over, and then you go from Atom to Staked Atom. And then you're saying from Staked Atom, you can turn that into P Atom which is the P stake. And then, so you, all right. So when you go from peace, peace stake, you're saying you could just send that over to, um, to anchor and then they'll convert it into B Adam. Yeah. So, uh, that's a good question
4: actually. So, uh, you know, and again, I would actually want to talk about the, uh, you know, metamask thing also that you mentioned, because a lot of people in the cosmos ecosystem have obviously not been very happy with, you know, the, StK and being issued as an ERC20 token. Uh, but to give people some color on why we decided to do that. So we started building PeaceTech out in like, you know, uh, late 2020. And uh, IBC went live, in, you know, on I think in March 2021 with the Stargate upgrade. And before that, there was no IBC. So we, when we were building PeaceTech, there was no IBC, there was no DEX in the Cosmos ecosystem. So issuing STK ATOM as a stake derivative or stake representative directly on, on the Cosmos chain would not have you know, like yielded in this being called a liquid staking uh, application because you, your stake position would not be liquid since there's no DEX, right? What do you use STK ATOM for? There was no use case. So what we instead did was we built it out in a way where the STK ATOM is issued as an ERC-20 token so that there's at least some utility. You can still maintain liquidity of your staked assets. Uh, that was the high-level thought process. Obviously, we've been working to issue SDK now that there's so much DeFi activity in the Cosmos ecosystem, right? And we've been in the Cosmos ecosystem for ever since the, cosmos, you know, the Genesis block. Even before that, we participants of Game of Stakes, Game of Zones. We've been Cosmos, you know, and interoperability maximalists since a very long time. So uh, we've been, like, obviously, we've been working to issue SDK at directly on the Persistence Core 1 chain so that you can use it throughout the IBC ecosystem today. Uh, But for now, how it works is you go to app.pstech.finance. You, uh, you know, essentially just uh, go to the uh, staking section and you just take your atoms. You have to sign a transaction via your Kepler address, uh, Kepler wallet. You will be providing a Metamask address when you do that. So connecting your Metamask is vital here. Once you do that, it's like, you know, you you get one is to one pegged stk atom. And as long as you're just holding stk atom, you'll keep earning staking towards in the form of P atom, which is, you know, pegged atom, P stake pegged atom. And I can talk about why this is the case. So stk atom, if you have 10 atom, you stake it, you get 10 stk atom. It's not an exchange rate model based token. It's just a simple pegged token. And, And this is very much similar to how staking works on Cosmos. So if today you stake some atom, uh, you will, you know, obviously have those many atoms staked, but the staking rewards you earn are liquid. You can either withdraw them, claim them, or you can just, you know, uh, stake them back again, claim and stake, obviously. So you have the option to do that, and we wanted to stick to, you know, w- how the Cosmos Hub works, which is why uh, when you stake a- a- atom via uh, P-stake, we mint you STK atom. You will hold STK atom. You're holding STK atom. You're earning rewards in the form of P atom, which is literally liquid. It's like you can. Just you know, convert P atom to atom without using any dex or any pool. It's just uh, atom on the ERC twenty side. That's it. So that's what we did. Now with Anchor protocol, what we've done is uh, we use Wormhole bridge because STK atom is an ERC twenty token, and you wanna be able to use STK atom in the Anchor ecosystem on Terra. Uh, so. To do that, we've used the wormhole bridge where there's a convert section, and this is not live yet. Uh, so uh, you know the app interface will be updated as soon as the anchor proposal is uh, is passed, and once it's passed, we are all- already ready with everything, and uh, we'll have this interface where you can just choose to convert STK atom to B atom, and once you do that, you know there obviously this should be a there should be a fees for this transaction because it's a it's an Ethereum-based transaction, but what we've done is we've got like you know users covered here. We've integrated with Byconomy to ensure that we pay gas fees for users, and users are just signing you know off-chain transactions, and they aren't uh, not off-chain. They're just signing transactions, and we are paying for fees uh, for for these users because we want to onboard users. And once you do that transaction, you'll receive B atom on. On Terra and you can on Anchor and you can just go actualize it and use it. That's
1: that's high level how it works. Nice. So <clears throat> I, I'm doing this, I'm using P Stake for, for staked uh, XPRT. So, like, when you have your staked Atom and you're earning yield still on there, are you going to be able to still earn yield with your staked Atom and then be able to send it over? Or is it just a, you, you kind of like burn it and now it's only going to be able to be used for, for B Atom? Yeah, that's a good question. So how Anchor itself works is,
4: you know, uh, Anchor pays 20% yield to, you know, lenders of USD. And how, how does it do that? It does that by, you know, using the rewards that are generated uh from these staked assets, you know, co- from these collateralized staked assets. So uh, what happens when you have B atom on, on Anchor is when you collateralize it. If you do not col- collateralize it, you'll keep earning USD rewards on a daily basis. So it's like, instead of holding stk atom on you know uh, on ethereum and trying to do the claim transactions yourself which is expensive for just claiming your staking rewards because it's an ethereum transaction you could just use you could just convert stk atom uh to b atom on terra and just leave it there you don't even have to collateralize it but obviously that does not help you or anchor right uh to for it, for it to help you what you have to do is you have to stay, uh, collateralize it collateralize the b atom now the moment you do that uh, the underlying STK atom is earning staking rewards and those staking rewards are in the form of P atoms, P for pegged, uh, peg, P staked pegged atoms. And those rewards are being liquidated on a you know consistent, timely manner uh, to be converted to UST, which is then paid out to lenders. So th- th- that's how that works. Uh, obviously, uh, this whole mechanism helps you to reduce your borrow rate at some level uh, because you're just, paying off, you know, like, you uh, chunk and staking rewards.
1: Nice. So tell people out there, because I know we had the persistence team on, I don't remember how many weeks ago. I don't even know any days anymore. <laughs> but tell people how it works if you use staked Atom, because I think a lot of people, they get really worried, They're like, well, I don't want to lose potential airdrops or, you know, stuff like that. So would they still, in theory – I know every airdrop is potentially different from the snapshot, snapshots utilized. But do you think, in your honest opinion, if they used, you know, they, they staked their atom with you guys, and I know you, the way your mechanism is is that you delegate to, I don't remember, maybe it's 10 different validators for, for their um, asset. How does that work? Do, do you think it would still technically qualify? Yeah, so
4: that's a good question. So how it actually works is... Uh there's a designated deposit address and uh, when you are using p stake and you send some assets to be staked all the assets are being accumulated in one particular wallet and getting staked to a bunch of validators uh, currently there's like seven validators six or seven validators on cosmos and a similar number of validators for staking xprt now what happens is since you're staking via just one wallet address which is you know the p stake wallet address where you deposit your atoms uh, it becomes somewhat tricky because you know most airdrops today have these criteria, like you know a whale cap and all those things. So what we want to do instead is uh, obviously now with interchain accounts, you can try a bunch of things, which we are trying. Uh, but it's not so straightforward. What we are instead looking to do is like you know speaking to these projects and making sure that people who stake why stake? Obviously, they are also atom stakers, xprt stakers. So why should they not have access to this airdrop? So You know, just speaking to these guys and ensuring that uh, these projects and ensuring that these tech users also get that airdrop. Obviously, it's it's tough because you have to keep track of every single airdrop that's happening in the space. And, you know, we've seen uh, how many airdrops people have been receiving these days and it's, it's a huge number. So just keeping track of that itself is a bit of a challenging task. Uh but but definitely looking for a solution to this. And uh, currently there is no solution. Uh, obviously you don't get the airdrop because P Stake itself cannot distribute that airdrop. But as soon as the native implementation with, with, wherein, you know, the STK Atom XPRT, SDK, STK, Luna, all these assets are issued on the persistence core one chain, that's when you can do, you know, these airdrop distributions and all because uh, you are then within the IBC ecosystem and doing this should not be very, very tricky. So that's the high-level thought process, uh, but looking to solve this problem for sure. So, everyone out there, just to let you know,
1: essentially, Persistence was the first IBC transfer transaction, I believe. Was that, Is that correct?
4: Uh, I, Yeah, so we did the first non-standard IBC transfer even before
1: IBC went live, so yeah, that is in some way true. Okay, so... There, you know, for those out there that have, I guess, a little bit of IBC, max and M, and are like, oh, Ethereum, and, and in a way, I'm kind of like that because of the gas fees. That's essentially the only reason I'm like that is the gas fees are just obnoxious for for uh, Ethereum, and it's it, they almost build a structure where it's like they're the solo roller of the world, and that and that's it, and that's kind of like anti Cosmos in a way. So you can't fault Persistence team at the time because like IBC was nothing. I mean, basically it was nothing until Osmosis launched, and then then there was utility with tokens and listings, and now it's starting to grow. So you can't be mad like, oh, why why can't we use this staked atom in the ecosystem? From what I understand, that's going to be uh, you know that's going to be a thing. Just even just the staked atom uh, derivative, so to speak. And then now, now you're going to be able to borrow against it on an anchor, which is, you know, that's clutch. Cause if you're, if you time it right, you can potentially make money. Um, if you're like, I think my yields are going to be higher than my borrowing rate, which I firmly believe that's, that's the truth, but basically with mainly every token in IBC, especially the good ones. And, uh, so that, that gives you more utility because like what me, for example, as an investor, I don't really stake too much atom it's it's at the lower half of my stake positions i if i have i do have quite a few atom, but it's mainly just primarily in the atom and osmo pool just for the yields there's been all kind of snapshots that have been utilized for airdrops so I really use that and if you were in the atom and osmo pool uh since the launch of osmosis and you just kept compounding or just adding to it over time your your your, your um return on your investment would Supersede any potential just um, staking atom the whole time, and even including your airdrop. So now that you can kind of like even double dip now with with the stake position, and then from what I just understood from you saying that eventually, like the staked atom could easily be integrated within different DeFi applications like you can maybe even if you're just like all right i want to get a staked atom slash atom pool going or something like that whether whether it's on osmosis or juno swap or whatever decks so to speak so i think that could be you know added value for sure and that's what the this whole uh, space today was mainly about is additional options whether you use the option or not it's just always great to have more utility and options so you're not just so stuck just staking you know a particular asset and then you're like man now now i want to un- I, I unstake it and I, I think adam's 21 days so then there's 21 days that you don't earn any yields and how so for your stake positions is it the same offering like if you if you're like all right i want to a- a- exit my staked adam position is it 21 days as well no, you just ha- you could just sell your SDK
4: Atom and, and get back to Atom, right? So that's the easiest way. Uh, uh, there's no unbonding period then because there's a liquidity pool out there which you can use to move out of your SDK Atom position. Oh, by the way, I see Danku here from the Terra ecosystem. Maybe you can invite him to speak as
1: well. Okay, well, if you heard that, can you please, because there's quite a few people in here, can you just request to speak? Are <laughs> you got to request my- uh, Mikhail, I have a really
3: quick question for you. So I saw that... The way that the the uh, B atom is going to be getting over to Terra is going to be through wormhole. The B the B the atom technically won't be traveling through IBC. Can you explain why that is, and do you think that this is going to be an advantage, or well, it's going to change eventually, or will it always be like this?
4: Yeah, uh, good question. I think Larry's zero X, you know, from Delphi just tweeted about this a couple of hours back, and uh, I, I reached out to him to explain why that is the case. So STK atom itself currently is an ERC twenty token, uh, like like we just talked about, and uh, obviously you know you cannot use IBC to move an ERC twenty token to to Terra, which is why uh, we used we are using Wormhole bridge itself uh, as of now. But in the future, when STK atom is issued as a Cosmos based you know asset, you could just use IBC to bring it over to Terra and and back and forth is, is all IBC then. But obviously, you know, I think Danku here can also talk about that because uh, he's been working with the Terra ecosystem for a while.
1: What's up, Danku? Yeah, man, he's uh, helping us uh, at Osmosis with some tutorial videos and stuff like that, too. So his um, information is very valuable. And anyone out there that doesn't know who he is, I guess not going to make it. But he has really good videos on Terra's ecosystem. And I was uh, as I was alluding to earlier in the show, that I just basically had Luna and Osmo in the pool, and that's basically my whole exposure to Luna, but I'm just diving in more into their ecosystem. So his videos are very good. They get to the point, you know, 10, 15-minute videos, and you can learn essentially a crash course at 10, 15 minutes. So I highly recommend watching any of his YouTube videos for any cosmonauts out there that may want to dive into the Terra ecosystem a bit. So go ahead. Dan, thank you. Uh, talk to us about whatever. Thanks for stopping by.
5: <laughs> hey sir yeah thanks for the for the kind words. I'm just right now quickly picking up some food and I saw, oh, somebody's talking about financial instruments and cosmos. I need to join there right i I want to learn more. I think there is still uh too much to also unpack for myself. I see Sienna land. I wasn't even aware of that that would already be a case or is coming and yeah i mean i I was lucky that last time or was it last week I think I was also with the persistence guy in the anchor a m a learning about uh, everything around b atom and what is happening there so it's always always good to just catch up and i hope that you can hear me right because i said i'm right now in the car <laughs> picking up some food and i didn't want to miss this one here yeah you sound good sound good yeah I, I don't know. There was, I think, a question earlier I didn't catch fully in terms of um, the the token of B atom or that it's a wormhole and the ESC twenty one. I don't know if I can allude or support or something from my perspective, but I I didn't catch it fully because of connection issues. Sorry.
3: No, yeah, that was pretty much it. I was just kind of asking: um, Is the B atom going to be traveling through wormhole to get over to Terra, um, and kind of why, and do we see that as like an advantage, or is it something that's eventually going to change?
5: I mean, from my perspective, uh, I think that's why we are all big fans of what Cosmos and the Cosmos SDK is enabling via IBC then. Long term is that you're basically having always the benefit of interacting with native assets, uh, quote-unquote. And, of course, Wormhole, while being also a big fan of their amazing work, is still a wrapped asset. I think what a lot of people right now are still not aware, and Larry, who is one of the most important developers in the ecosystem and working for Delphi, also posted yesterday that he's still not understanding why Terra is not really IBC-enabled. So that's a big problem, but I guess it will be prioritized accordingly. And then you should also be able to interact with all the different Cosmos tokens, let's uh, say, quote unquote, natively on Terra. And I think that's uh, basically important both ways. That's why you're also on cos- on uh, Osmosis. See right now, just UST and Luna because they are the two native assets. It's not a, a CV20 token. We just have their Nata, if I'm not mistaken, and not any kind of Ang or whatever. So we we have no information in the community right now when this is happening. But yeah, I hope sooner than later as well, because it's needed.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's I mean, yeah, they definitely need to get that going because that's already a thing for Juno. I mean, there's CW20 tokens. There's going to be SNP20 tokens. So that's like the secret networks uh, token. They're L2s. They're going to be able to go into osmosis pretty soon. So, I mean, yeah, I don't see why Terra's eco, you know. Uh, just all of them whatever they want just bring them over and you start up a pool and do do your thing so then you can interact you know throughout i just think it would be a good thing for everyone i mean right now like you said you, you can only send luna and UST over which i mean isn't the biggest you know it's not a make or break but it would be nice if you had more options than just that so i firmly yeah i totally agree with that
5: yeah i need more possibilities to farm on osmosis give me more tokens easy as that <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: exactly <laughs> for sure so that's my, that's been my favorite pool. I was talking to Sephi yesterday. I was just saying, I just, I'm a really big fan of the Luna Osmo pool. I mean, yeah, sometimes Luna just outperforms and then you get more Osmo or, or, or whenever Osmo outperformed luna when luna went down into the 40s i mean it, it to me it's like i just picked two tokens that i really firmly believe in and then whatever happens happens i just look at it that pool in particular is kind of like a retirement fund so i'm just i've been in that pool since the very beginning and i've i've enjoyed it since day one and it's just one of those pools that i click 14 day bond now it even has super fluid staking. i just just let it ride and just keep compounding if i want to do that or sometimes i take my rewards buy luna stake it do whatever so yeah, that that would be awesome. Uh, Cause I'm starting to dive in more into the Terra eco. It'd be nice, like I could just buy whatever um, any of these protocols, their token, right on Osmosis, and just basically stake it or do whatever I want to do with it. So that'll be that'll be cool.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I for myself, uh, being so so long now, also farming on Osmosis, uh, it was amazing, right? It's a goldmine
2: <laughs> yeah. since
5: runs now. Uh, the APRs are now coming more down into a more realistic. Uh, I think environment which is still amazing getting between uh, 50 to 100% APR on an asset which is so stable in price even goes up like osmosis because you need a ton of osmo to create liquidity against all those different pairs so I'm a big fan the only thing which breaks my heart is that right now superfluid staking can only be redirected to the people in the set
2: <laughs> yeah I want
5: to get in that set I thought that could be a great opportunity for more competition but yeah, I hope that can be maybe adjusted long-term. But for the rest, the team is delivering like beasts. I mean, super fluid staking is so cool. It's such a great game-breaker.
1: Yeah, it, it, I think what you're saying there, eventually over time, they're still it's in beta and they're doing a lot of uh, like analytics and they didn't want to just go crazy. That's why, you know, the percentage is not all, it's like not all your Osmo or up to 90%, but it's in the code to go up to 90%. So like, in my personal opinion, pulls like, osmo adam will, will eventually get bumped up through governance same thing with osmo luna osmo ust and then for for you because i know you're really into like knowing your stuff about borrowing lending what to, in your opinion what would be the best time so say like right now adam is pumping do you think that's a, the best time to take out collateral or do you think when it when it goes down is that the best time to take out like for like a loan for ust
5: Um. What do you, so you mean on anchor protocol specifically or landing in general? Well, in I mean, let's just, yeah, let's just
1: ahead. use anchor protocol. So, like, let's say Adam goes up to fifty dollars. It's like the all-time high. Would you take? I guess you would. You take out. You know, would you use it as collateral at that point, or would you do it when it goes down? Say back down into like the thirties.
5: Gotcha. No, well, I think it, at least I can share what I think about um, borrowing right in terms of what do you do so in the end you are taking more purchasing power out of the assets you're holding which is amazing stuff that was also not that easy before DeFi becomes a thing because I mean in your real world have fun going to your bank and saying hey I have a phone here I wouldn't like to borrow against it it's my asset (laughs) they say no way sir so this liquidity is amazing and then I think if you borrow against it, you should always be clear what you want to do with that borrowed amount if it's like UST. I think there are in the Terra community two thought processes behind this. On the one side, you just use this to do whatever and play you want. You go, I don't know, buy something else. You um, maybe increase your LP position somewhere or the other piece is to leverage up your position. So you take out UST and then you buy again Atom you put it back in, you again borrow against it more and leverage it up. Why? Because, I mean, if it increases in price, you're a happy guy because, of course, you're now having more of your precious atom that you can then take out if it increases even more in price. I call it like loan mining, right? Because if you have a leverage position and it goes up in price, you can then have more out of that asset again. I hope that makes sense. Let me know, right?
1: No, it definitely does. Uh, I think whenever there's different narratives within crypto, so like the gaming space, like every gaming crypto just pumps out of its world, I think eventually shared security is going to be a big pump. So let, let's say when when Adam gets to sh- shared security and so somehow that's kind of like the narrative of crypto, like the thing could just blow, you know, it's just, it could just rocket. So that's what I was looking for. I know, like, shared security is like estimated time on that would be towards the beginning of next year. So I think that is a good point. If you're like, I think you know, let's just use a random number. I think Adam can go up to a hundred dollars. So I, that's what I was saying. I, I think for the most part, Adam has been like really steady, which is which is good. Whenever you have an inflationary token that keeps its price point, you're you're winning obviously because the the interest alone just makes your money and then. Uh, it's been, it's just been knock on wood. It's been really steady at this point. And I do see Adam as a, as a solid hundred dollar token in the, in the near future, not financial advice for anyone out there. Listening, but <laughs> that, that's what I'm important. Cause I don't want people to like, be okay. mad at me. If it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't can, happen. Can,
5: can you help me in terms of the uh, shared security where the status is right now? So has been the governance for already done that this is coming because I agree with you. So for me, I mean, Atom, besides being the basis of this ecosystem, is also just, let's say, uh, a play of my heart, right, in terms of we, the Cosmos ecosystem is based on this one chain. But you could also make the case a bit that right now you do not need to hold Atom by any means. But the terms of yes. shared security changes this a lot. So I don't know. I, I'm not too deep into this, unfortunately. I still have it on my list to do more research. But is it already clear, kind of, do we need still a governance vote? Is it then? coming yada yada if you have more information or if you can
1: share tricky I think you're more familiarized with like the governance of of Adam I know that it's in the upgrades and for sh- shared security you know I, I don't I'm sure you probably know the basics of it but it's going to allow a, a smaller team or an application or a, a future blockchain basically not to have to have this huge validator set they could just use you know the shared security to do that which I would think that'll just immediately expand the whole entire ecosystem so that'll bring true value to the to, to the token itself i don't know like what upgrade it is i like i said w- when you just said about the Atom token yeah i completely agree with you i was speaking uh, last night of, about staking and i told everyone that essentially probably more than 90 percent of my Atom allocations just in Adam and Osmo pool. It's been since, since launch, you know, basically from day one, because the yields are just too crazy. And then not only that, I mean, if you're trying to farm airdrops, like snap, they've used pool one, like so many different tokens have used pool one total allocation as a snapshot, like various points. I've, I've already had, I don't even know how many airdrops just from that alone. And um, yeah, I mean, there is a valid point technically right now. There's I, I want to. I guess you could say there's really no true reason to technically have it, although that a, a lot of people have it. It's on all, basically a lot of centralized exchanges, and um, yeah. So there's to me, if I if you're like what what token to hold more, it's always going to be Osmo. Osmo to me, I, I wrote a piece back in November. It's, I just think like the Osmo token and the Osmosis Zone is the financial hub. Of Cosmos. And I think eventually they're not even going to have to worry about competing with central or um, decentralized DEXs. They're going to just start competing against the big guys, the big centralized exchanges. So, uh, and they they have all kinds of things coming smart contracts. So you'll be able to do order books and borrowing, lending, and leverage trading. You'll be able to take out collateral against your LP position. So there's going to be like a lot more degen action just on there. And then eventually they'll enable uh fees so anyone that has any token that's actually listed on osmosis can use that token for gas so that's additional utility for the whole eco and like you said earlier the osmo tokens needed for for pairs and pools like it's you you know most of them are 50 50 so you need to have that liquidity just from that point stand alone so like there's you know a lot of utility with the osmo token so I know I kind of went off on that about osmo and adam but tricky do you know more about like the specifics about the mechanics of the governance and all that with with that uh, yeah a little bit so it's either coming in like the ability
3: to, for the cosmos sdk to do it is either coming in theta or the next upgrade um so it's 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 coming close or it's getting close to actually being a reality but i think one of the things that is not realized is that any chain that wants to do shared security has to pass a governance protocol. So even once we have shared security, each chain has to pass a proposal to be allowed to, um, start using the the Cosmos hubs security. So it's definitely going to be in our face once the time comes. I know Quicksilver protocol is looking to be the first project to launch with shared security, which I think is like in the next like month or two, like two months. Um, but yeah, it's probably, uh, like a three, within a three-month time frame to see V1. And V1 is going to be like chains launching solely with shared security. They can't have their own validator that no existing chain can can borrow from the Cosmos hub. And I think it's V2 or V3 where chains will be allowed to be like hybrid, where they're allowed to be using the Cosmos hub for security and have their own validator set. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be exciting, though, because it's going to make things a lot easier, going to make blockchains a lot more accessible um, to people and projects rather than having to find, a you know, 50 to 150 validators to spin up and spend all that money and everything. Um, I don't know I'm excited for it.
5: Yes, yeah, so gentlemen, I unfortunately need to leave you here because um, my food is getting cold. <laughs> but it was... Austin, it was good to talk to you, Tricky and Mikkel. Also good. And yeah, after your speech, I mean, I'm holding very proudly all my Osmo anyway that I'm farming since months now. But uh, yeah, I mean, looking forward to what else is coming. And to the persistence guys, I mean, thank you. B Adam is so important for the Terra ecosystem. So, um, sorry for just hopping in and out so quickly. No, man, and have a good one.
1: You, you didn't tell us because I'm kind of hungry. What kind of food did you get? Just uh, you.
5: it's a chicken wrap, sir. Um, oh, nice. a very good one from a restaurant here around the corner. Usually, every Sunday is restaurant day, you know. I mean, after two years of corona, maybe a bit more than every <laughs> Sunday, but I mean, <laughs> let's not talk about that. <laughs> uh, a good one really a good one
1: <laughs> hey thanks for stopping by my doors my doors, always open for you to stop by i appreciate your time and everything that you do for for this ecosystem and and bringing attention to cosmos in general so thank you for everything you do appreciate that Likewise thank you baby. bye appreciate thank you. Take care. Take care. antoine i know you, you raised your
6: hand quite a while ago do you have any questions Hey, how are you doing, man? Um I just want to say hello to everyone. And it seems that we have some terrorist faces friends here, right? So I would like to ask uh face to face, Gwen Kepler friends. Gwen Kepler, we we need that feature. <laughs>
1: I can I can kind of answer that question because I, I speak to Josh from time to time, which is the co-founder of uh of uh Kepler. And it was probably a week ago because Luke finance was asking about some things with Kepler integration. And and he said, hopefully within the next two to three weeks that that'll be integrated. So that would be nice. Yeah. That's the thing that crypto in general is lacking is just the, the, the interoperability with, with um, wallets. And that's to me is the biggest con and it's the, the biggest hurdle for your for mass adoption is just to make it so easy for for wallets i mean i'm in crypto 12 15 hours a day and like i was looking at Kadena yes a couple of days ago and i'm like all right let me look into this because i know they're going to eventually i think they're going to come over to ibc and i'm like let me just get see what's going on with their eco and be prepared in case anything happens and i want to buy some and then I, I get their wallet and their wallet is it's terrible and it's just like, man, like this is so hard. Like I'm in, I do this for a living and it's difficult on me. I can only imagine someone that barely knows what they're doing. Like they're going to, they're not going to buy this. They're not going to buy that token. Cause it's like, how do I get this token? So that's why, you know, people probably just hoard their, 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 um, crypto on centralized exchanges. Cause some of these wallets and the integration and interoperability is just, it's way behind the ball. And I understand it's, there's not really that much money to be made as like a wallet um developer so to speak so and then you don't have like a really big team so then it takes them a while to kind of get on get on board and yeah i mean that but to answer your question i think you know probably within like the next month or so which would be cool that'll be great
6: yeah yeah that that definitely we will be blowing minds because uh we all love Kepler. We really like what we can do on the ecosystem of Cosmos. But Luna, Luna is a blue ship, man. And the thing that we can use uh, all the features uh, from Kepler would be really. Uh, oh, yeah helpful for everyone cuz uh, as you say terra station i don't want to uh, say this uh, is garbage cuz it, it's not but it's difficult uh, to use for everybody. Uh, Kepler is more intuitive more um, helpful I, I don't know the the kind of uh, wallet is very very important that you can uh, Mm, manage all your uh, stuff from the same place. Uh, that's the the interoperability in essence for for myself. So I, I'm I, really I, happy on your words, man.
1: Yeah, I, I totally <laughs> agree. Nothing. I totally agree. It's really nice and convenient. You know, like if you click like persistence, it'll have all their tokens, like the pea stake token, in there. Or if you're like, all right, I want to look at my secret wallet. You click secret and then any private keys that you enabled, you can see all the assets in there. Or you click osmosis and any token that you have in Osmosis Zone is it shows in there. And it would be super nice to have it, you know, it just it says Terra and then you click it and it has your Luna address and then it has any asset that's basically from their from their ecosystem and listed in there and like your UST and all that. And then you can click stake or send and it's just like all convenient as as opposed to like going back and forth and yeah it's it's really annoying if if you're like really active in crypto and you have like exposure to different even outside of IBC you have to you have to know all these different seed phrases and store them and then you know it's just a pain in the ass to be honest with you. But um uh, yeah I think with with the evolution of crypto like I, I really firmly believe that um wallets will keep improving. And obviously I'm biased. I love Kepler wallet. Like nothing no knock against Terra station wallets. I just love Kepler wallet. And it's it's still a baby too. And I just I just see it improving. I know the guys are working so hard at improving it, but it's just like they only have so much time and, and IBC just keeps growing. So like now it's like, okay, let's get the Terra fully integrated. You know, it probably takes them weeks upon weeks to do all that. And then now they get that and then something else happens, like maybe Evmos. And then they're like, all right, now we gotta get Evmos. And you know, it's just it's a lot of work and you don't know, have so much time in the day and so many people to help. So
6: it's, it's it does take time. No, we can. Yeah, just... yeah it, definitely. And I I really like the thing that uh, many of the users of Cosmos know about the the Terra and the price of Luna and its mooning. But when they had the chance to uh, try Anchor Protocol and Mirror Protocol. That would be great, man. Really, really great for the users and for the tokens and uh, blockchains itself. It will be awesome. Uh, I'm really happy to hear that Kepler is going to be integrating Luna uh, sooner or later.
1: Yeah, man. So I'm gonna go back to the, the, the P. Adam uh, talk. So for like, I know it's not a good time or a good answer to like give you the exact time frame. How long, it does, like a solid estimated, a estimated guess on when potentially there could be staked at them just like floating around in IBC? Uh, tough question. So
4: <laughs> I, I would say by mid May. By May? Yeah, by mid May is somewhere where we oh. should be looking to launch. Uh, yeah, mid May
1: should be nice. a decent. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I just love all the utility and additional options for everyone. You know, it, like the, the atom token right now for, for like, if you're at a DJ and you want action, it's kind of very limited right now, especially right. I think right now for the most part, um, there's a couple options to, to, to get some yield, but the main one is just, the uh, atom and, um, osmo pool but there's you know every there's so many different pools on osmosis that have atom pairings and and it rewards you in osmo. So it's not like it's a it's a waste but yeah it's nice to get exposure and then obviously if ethereum ever fixes their gas thing then that would be gigantic too because unfortunately no matter how people out there think or feel about the ethereum blockchain i mean there's a lot of money in there and um you know if they ever fix the gas i mean that could be a gigantic opportunity to to make money on sushi sushi swap and you know different options um uniswap and any other swaps out there that can get that um derivative so to speak so i'm not going to sit here and say that we're the only winners i mean i i love ibc and that's my choice but you know there's going to be i I don't think ethereum's ever gonna die off, and um you know maybe one day they enable cosmos s d k or they bridge over and then there's more even more utility and they fix their gas you know maybe the maybe they fix their gas one day i don't know, but yeah that's that's cool that that's even an option like right now i'm just i'm staking uh p p uh persistence and i'm just like kind of letting it sit there and then eventually I'll probably just collect. Because, I mean, I'm de- I am I am getting decent rewards on uh, P-State. It's just that I'm not going to sit there and keep claiming and have to pay the the uh, Ethereum gas prices.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I totally understand that. And that is exactly why we are building, uh, you know, SD-CAS. directly on the persistence chain so that users don't have to face that problem anymore. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely what we are building.
1: Yeah, and hopefully that works out with um, you guys. I guess you're essentially just going to have a reserve for, for gas whenever the wormhole bridge goes live, which is cool, too. Hopefully it doesn't like, I don't know how much that probably costs you guys, but I hope you get, it, it works out in your your benefit, too. And you guys can use that to help grow your your eco as well.
4: <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean if gas prices are really high on ethereum when we launch uh that's that's gonna be a problem but otherwise you know uh, looking to make sure that users are able to do at least two to three you know free transactions to get a sdk atom converted to be
1: at so do you guys um have anyone else that's building any sort of applications right now on um on persistence
4: uh right now so uh, the way we've structured the team is that there are uh, a bunch of product teams internally. So, P-Stake being one product that we are building, we are obviously building other products to enable you know uh, liquid staking. Uh, so, so I, I don't know if you guys have heard you know what the Shah talked about very recently on, on the Genesis Day anniversary event that we had uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, what we're trying to do is, uh, you know, uh, today you see there's markets for every single thing, right? Uh, obviously, Terra is a general-purpose blockchain layer one. Cosmos itself is a general-purpose layer one. Ethereum is a general-purpose layer one. Solana, Avalanche. But what we at Persistence want to do is build a specialized layer one focused on specific you know, type of assets, uh, specifically liquid-staked assets being the asset class that we want to be specialized in. So, you know, whether it's uh, building applications that, Serve the purpose for liquid stake asset you know, holders. So if you're holding a STK atom, what do you do with that? You want to work with a work on a dex which is specially, you know, built for, you know, ensuring that transactions. When you let's say, you know, you, there's an STK Osmo Osmo pool tomorrow, uh, an Osmosis with STK Osmo having seventy five and staking rewards. There's gonna be huge impermanent loss for a LP, right? How do you solve that problem? So you want to LP on a dex which uh, creates uh, which does not lead to so much impermanent loss for you that's the high level idea where you're want to build specific applications for liquid state assets, whether it's borrowing lending, in, uh, enabling interesting features, whether it's you know generating additional yields with yield generating applications, uh, yield aggregating applications, so to speak. Uh, we are looking to build all sorts of applications and obviously uh, we want others to build on on top of us, but starting with building these things out internally, we have a pretty solid team and i'm sure we'll be able to ship a lot of products this year so yeah so
1: so me personally i'm like really into uh, nfts and i'm very interested in um asset mantle we had them on i don't remember maybe three weeks ago two weeks ago we had an ama specifically with them and i want to say didn't they say that uh we were going to be able to use like the staked atom or i can't remember exactly what they're not staked atom but like a p stake i think that's what they said they're like p persist p XRP, XPRT. i can't remember do you know anything about that
4: Well, i think they must have meant xprt but obviously in the future as well right if you want to mint an mint an nft you you should be able to do it using S T K Atom, stk xprt why use your atom or xprt or you know any such asset which you can stake and also use it uh, so Obviously, for us, the goal is to make sure that you know STK assets become the default asset of the PS economy. It's not just like you're using assets; you're not using atom directly. Why use atom directly when you can keep generating yield and use that atom at the same time? So, making sure that STK assets, you know, STK atom, STK Luna, STK Osmo, all of these become you know the default asset of the PS economy. That, that's what our goal is, and uh, that's what we're building
1: for. Yeah, that would be huge. Because I I buy quite a few NFTs. I put myself on timeout some at times, and it would be really nice and convenient. Whether it's like I know you guys aren't you know doing staked like Secret, but I'll just use them for example. I I buy a lot of NFTs in the Secret network, so it'd be nice if I could just like use a stake derivative. Like here you go, I'm buying this NFT, and then I don't have, and then I could still keep earning yield and not have to to do that. So that would be gigantic if I could whatever the token price is uh, and and they're like, we're going to use, you know, Adam for an example, for whatever the mint is, it would be really nice to take a derivative and purchase that and basically not have to worry about, you know, spending at the time, that amount of uh, Adam. So that's like, like I said, I'm all about utility and extra options. I think it's just a good, just to bring it in a simplistic term. It's, it's basically a a wonderful customer experience and option, so to speak. So I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely, man,
4: 100%. And, and I know people have been talking about superfoods taking for a while, and you know, uh, I know we discussed about superfoods taking very deep in this space as well. I thought I'm I would just you know add some of my thoughts. So uh, obviously, you know, the Osmosis team has been has been killing it. They've built so many things. I think they they are literally the. You know, uh, I, 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 the yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tr-
2: Tricky just to rubbed to everyone. <laughs> Is he, is he still muted?
1: Oh, I, I'm mute My bad. No, that wasn't your fault. I think Tricky bumped it or something. Yeah, Someone yeah was it was my fault. <laughs> I do your thing about what you're saying about osmosis and, and, and the
4: staking. Yeah. I was just you know, saying that obviously osmosis, the team has been phenomenal at building what they've built out and they're probably the fastest builders in the space today. Uh, but there's fundamental differences to superfluid staking and liquid staking, right? So uh, with superfluid staking, I think uh and, and this is obviously my take on superfluid staking. Uh, it could be very different to how others think about superfluid staking, but with superfluid staking, it's more about using, you know, the liquidity that you've already provided to secure the chain. So what Osmosis did beautifully was to bootstrap their decks with a lot of, you know, assets and obviously TVL grew up. But that also led to a problem which was the security of the chain. And what they've done really well is like thinking out of the box and trying to solve that problem with superfluid staking. So they saw that, okay, there's a problem of security, maybe a potential problem. I wouldn't even call it a problem, but a potential problem with the staking ratio being so low. How can we solve? How can we make sure that, you know, you have the best of both worlds. You have a lot of liquidity and a lot of security on the chain. So the thought of superfluid staking and what happens with that is, you know, 50% of your Osmo within a pool is staked on the chain. Now, that is a great, great way to, you know, do do things. Uh, but that is trying to solve the problem of security on, on a particular chain. It's not exactly solving the problem of, you know, capital efficiency. It's, it does at some level because you think that, okay, I'm earning staking towards as well. So, in some ways, it does. But the core of, Uh, you know of superfluid staking is to solve the problem of security while with liquid staking what we are trying to do is while we are solving the problem of security and that you know that is how i think liquid staking and superfluid staking differ a lot is because liquid staking is trying to achieve two things at once and both of them being you know of primary nature one of which is obviously ensuring there's high security on a chain the other is making sure that your assets are you know, generating additional yield at any given point in time. So it's you don't have to just, you know, if tomorrow you have to use superfluid staking, you have to be MLP to use superfluid staking. What if you want to borrow against your assets and still be able to stake it, which is how which is where B atom comes in, right? Where you have atom, you stake it. You get a stick atom, you convert it to B atom, you're borrowing against it. The, and you can have like N number of such use cases where. So superfluid staking starts from, you know, the sec- may- maybe it's, it takes the reverse approach, where instead of staking your assets first, getting a staked representative and using it for whatever purpose you want, here you basically use it, use your asset for a particular reason, which is LPing. And then you stake the underlying assets from the pool itself. So that's the key difference between superfluid staking and liquid like, staking. and This is something that I've been wanting to talk about. And
1: I thought this would be a a, a great, you know, a, yeah, great panel to talk about. You know? Yeah, man, it definitely is. So, Sandy, you had your hand up for quite a while. Do you have any questions or
7: comments? Um, yeah, just uh, thank you so much. First of all, for giving me the mic, I'm a long time Atom holder, Osmosis holder, been in the crypto for quite a while, and you were speaking about NFTs, and I just wanted to express my joy about my Kepler wallet. And all these different chains and airdrops so i'm also a big nft collector and an nft artist on the tezos blockchain but i've collect nfts on many blockchains including theta you know cardano um, and even ethereum so but the thing is when i got my airdrops and i went on star chain i was able to buy nfts with my airdrops as well as like staking. So I got a whole bunch of coins this year and I'm so excited with, you know, this, these bridges that are built. And yes, Luna is amazing. And I've been in um, the beginning of this, you know, with it, it, but I've never borrowed money against it, you see. So this is one area I have not swam in. And I'm so happy that you're here explaining this information to us. And you guys are the pioneers and the amazing people who are helping the rest of us figure it out. So I translate into uh, Sfarsi for people who are into the NFTs because a lot of artists don't know anything about crypto. And as soon as I teach them how to do their art, the next words that come out of my mouth are, okay, now you know, what you're going to do with the money you make. Tezos is great, but here you need to come over here. And this whole osmosis thing, it's like a video game. It's so beautiful. Even my 14-year-old son has learned to go clicky-clicky and collect my rewards and restake them. I'm telling you, this is true, Tricky. You're laughing, but you know what I'm saying. So this is all finally becoming user-friendly and available. And People who get what blockchain is and then they come over to this ecosystem, it's just amazing and the world is changing. And because I'm from Iran, so I have friends from Venezuela and Cuba, so there's like a whole other aspect to this thing. I know you guys are all into the technical part, but let me just celebrate with you the freedom you're bringing to the rest of us and to the world. And, and yeah, and these NFTs are awesome. And being able to buy NFTs with my airdrop and staking them, oh, wait we're going to make a movie about this. Okay. Because this is just like the most amazing history that anybody would ever want to see. It's about money. It's about the new gold. This is it. So technology and you guys are it. So thank you so much for letting me speak with you. And yeah, I'm just going to keep listening and learning. And please continue having these spaces because to do. And by the way, I love this kind of word salad when I get up in the morning on Sunday, because most people around me don't even understand what NFTs are, let alone osmosis. And yeah, gosh, darn it. Let's get all these wallets figured out. Let's yeah. just have two wallets or something. And, and when I taught my nephew this stuff, because I'm going to die one day and somebody's going to have to take over. You know, I'm having an operation coming up in two weeks. So I need to make sure, you know, my nephew, who's an adult, understands how to do all this crypto stuff. And the first thing he came out of his mouth is, oh, my God, you have so many wallets. Why do you need so many wallets? You don't need all these. I'm like, no, they'll fix it. But, yeah, we don't need all these wallets, but we do need all these good products and be at them and anchor. And I've already been all these things. I've got money staked and all this stuff but I haven't borrowed and I'm a woman and I'm a minority and this shit blows my mind. You guys, thank you very much. I'm going to give up my mic. No,
1: ah, it was awesome. That was uh like what you said is uh, what resonates with me. And one of the reasons I got involved, I've been heavily involved with IBC essentially since osmosis launched. Uh, it launched on June 19th and I got in osmosis shortly after. And when I first started, um, I, I was, working from home for the first time in my life because of, of COVID. And I just was like multitasking and and just spending thousands of hours studying this stuff. And I would go into the telegram group when osmosis was just like a baby basically. And I was just so involved and I was helping people out and, um, just for, just because I wanted to, and I didn't think anything of it and like through helping others out and, and basically I'm not saying a master, but just learning everything I could and being valuable. Eventually, they were like, hey, would you like a position here to, you know, more official? Uh, It's a a decentralized, it was basically a DAO. So that's a decentralized autonomous organization. So I was, you know, a part of the team, so to speak. And then like through that and all that hard work, I got noticed through other blockchains and then I, then I, you know, was doing my thing behind the scenes. Never wanted to speak. I'm still like a really private person, but I just felt like I had to give back because I learned so much. And I thought to myself, like, if I could do this, like, literally anyone could do this as long as you, you know, you you're willing to to take some time and learn the the the, the fundamentals, so to speak. So like, I was like, you know what? And then started doing these shows because I'm like, I just need to give this information back to people because it does change your life. It changed my life, not even just financially, but just like through everything. It was just, uh, I was going through a hard stretch and like everyone with like COVID and just like, I don't want to say depressed, but just down in the dumps. And, uh, this happened. So it was like a, it like rejuvenated my life and I got really involved and and, um, just the just the whole atmosphere in cosmos has been embracing the people are amazing it's like a one it's like one big family that's why we say it's the i b c gang and every blockchain that connects the cosmos, whether it's a competitor or not, they all have one another's backs and it's like the truly to me it is the right train and it's really interoperable and um everyone picks one another up and like with the nfts yeah it's amazing uh and if you ever wanted to get involved with nfts and cosmos i could definitely help you out i know a lot of artists and people that know the tech and they help with like randomizers and things like that and that's kind of like my niche is like nfts i don't create art people help me and, and i have so much art and i love it and i love all the communities and i basically just help out every community that uh that, that wants the list you know like hey you know can you help me with like minting and how do I do this? Or can you help me get some exposure? And, and I, that's, it's like a passion of mine because I really enjoy that. And I do personally, I get people to to make art for me and, and I just pay them. It's good. I I, I really enjoy paying people uh, in crypto with that are going to bring content or cool art to me. Like they make personalized um, skits like sketches or videos or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is great. Uh, I, I got it.
7: I got a really important question for you, my friend. So because you're in NFTs, this is well and done. But what's happening? Like like OpenSea shutting down Cubanos, Iranians, and Venezuelans. So we have migrated, because I'm a co-founder of Womenverse. We've migrated from you know being on the Polygon and OpenSea over to the Tezos blockchain and into Object. Because so if you are going to be NFT artists with Cosmos, tell me a little bit about that. Who, you know, is it truly decentralized? Are they going to be able to shut down? Because if United States is the country that we're open seas at and they have to comply, could you please say a few words about this part of the governance of you know what's happening? Because people think, oh, it's decentralized, and artists who have no idea about the blockchain or whether it's a platform are coming into this and they've literally lost their livelihoods. So please tell me about that if you're on the Cosmos.
1: Yeah. So like Cosmos SDK is like, just think of it as like a universal language that anyone that enables it can speak to one another and send resources and back and forth to one another. So it's like, it's like having uh, like, like a lot of these other chains that you're speaking of, Like, I'm not trying to rip into them, but like, it's basically like a remote island and they can only interact with one another directly on that island. But with Cosmos, it's like you can just send data to one another and it'd be like you go to this island over here and you spoke this language. But then this other other island that you visit, you have to speak this other complete language and you can't communicate because you have no clue what the person's saying. However, with Cosmos, like the, the way the coding is, it's like we all speak the same language and as for decentralized there's not one other network out there that's more technically decentralized as as the code than like um uh cosmos so like let's say you're like this really cool hacker and you can like get in well even if you technically got in it, you can't affect the whole entire network it's like it's it's, it's impossible it's, but i don't want to say it's impossible but yeah it's basically impossible so there's no way you can shut it down like the way you can shut cosmos down basically is like i guess if the world was ending and there was no such thing as technology in my opinion it's just it's it's the most decentralized and uh because literally anyone with this basic knowledge can start their own chain up and the way like OpenSea is and this is like a really big knock on like ethereum is it's like this setup of you're like one ruler and you want to roll the whole entire world so to speak like with with cosmos There's so many different rollers. It's rules without rollers, so to speak. And it's like, yeah, it's, this is the way it's still early, but yeah, if you're an NFT collector or artist, yeah, you need to get over to Cosmos because there's so many already starting on there. So like, will you, I'm really biased with secret network. So secret network stash has, it's basically the way secret works is it's private by default. So think of Ethereum. Uh, the way it's constructed, like it has all these different cool applications and stuff on it that's built on top of it, like on their planet. We'll just use, we'll just say on their island. And then secret, we'll, we'll use that as an island. You can build stuff on it and it's private. So like if you bought an NFT and for whatever, how, how much you bought it for, no one else would know. And nor if you sold it or transferred it, no one else would know. It's private metadata. So like there's so much functionality behind it and um that's just like one thing there's the you were speaking earlier about stargaze you got a stars airdrop and then yeah you can use your your stars and purchase uh nfts and then there's going to be asset mantle there's omniflix like yeah there's it, this is the way if you're like really into art it, this is the spot to be at so. thank you
7: and you know what i knew this i i bought into cosmos when it was 5 bucks okay that's when i put dumped a bunch of money into it and like you i got into osmosis from day one as a user and i thought oh my goodness and i watched that go from a dollar something up to like nine dollars or something and and yes and as an artist uh, i i do want to get on the cosmos and i have a whole huge community of um, amazing artists who will follow me and i will write their instructions so right now i'm running the manual on how to mint on the Tezos blockchain. But I can see that I need to start writing that manual in Farsi, in Spanish, and in English for the artists so they can get on the Cosmos blockchain. And by the way, I've been in secret since they won. Since it came to Cosmos, I was there as well. So I've been staking secret, love my secret. And absolutely, I'm with you 100%. And just count me in because we have a lot of artists who are not crypto savvy, but they are ready for us to show them that this is the way and i agree with you thank you so much
1: yeah my pleasure so i mean you could just dm me on uh twitter and then i use telegram for my main communication so if you have telegram we can create like a private room where you guys can all get you know get get together on there and then i could just add you to like certain developers and uh that are behind the scenes with with nfts and then you guys can start your own collections and you know, interact with different blockchains and IBC and stuff like that. And what's great about it too is that the, the gas fees are so minimal and, and, and basically Cosmos. So, you know, you don't have to worry about like OpenSea. Like my, my I always call it broken C, but one of my college buddies, he he knows I'm in crypto, but he doesn't know I'm Cosmos Hoss because I don't tell anyone. The only person that knows I'm Cosmos Hoss is my wife. My my brother, my dad, my mom, no one knows that I'm Cosmos Hoss. So I keep myself really private, but one of my college buddies he always asked me for help with 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 like crypto and tech and all kind of different things but he's been really he's been buying nfts on on openc and he'll show me like the transaction and, and um like he'll send me his wallet address so i like look and i'm like i'm like bro like you just spent so much money on gas you could have bought like the coolest nft on stash or You know on stargaze and you could have probably bought like two nfts for just the gas that you blew on ethereum it's like what are you doing (laughs) so yeah that's that's awesome that you're into it and um yeah it's no knock on tasers and all that like i said i think all blockchains can can make it but as a tech guy i just don't see any reason that these other blockchains will not eventually just enable Cosmos SDK or get get exposure to it because it's the it's the future it's literally how blockchains are supposed to communicate so basically it's like the new internet for for blockchains so for those out there that just think they're going to build a blockchain and like they're the the solo roller of the world that's not going to work so I would stay away from those types of chains that don't want to be interoperable with other blockchains yeah, and Sandy, we uh, started Cosmos
3: Spaces for the sole purpose of so we wanted to bring people together in the community and give everybody a place that they can learn. Um, So if you end up bringing your your group of uh, artists over to the Cosmos ecosystem, um, we'd love for you guys to join our Discord. And we always keep a lot of information in there, um, a lot of updates so that we can keep everybody up-to-date on what's going on in the Cosmos, answer any questions people have. Um, We also do four spaces a week that are geared towards anybody and everybody in Cosmos, whether you're a beginner or whether you're an expert. Um, so we would love to, you know, have you in our Discord and, you know, just be able to help you guys any way we can and, you know, be part of your Cosmos journey.
7: Oh, we're here. We're doing? already here. Everybody's already here. I, I can see in the listener section they're already here. Shaya, fantasy. Oh yeah, people. My 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 fun. I already tweeted this room out. So people are already coming and listening, taking notes. So, oh, I'm going to join your Discord and Telegram. Oh, yeah, we're there. And thank you for hosting these spaces. Womenverse has their Friday spaces for two hours where we talk about everything and try to empower women in this Web3. So we will definitely be telling them about your spaces and bringing them to you. Thank Mm -hmm. you very much.
1: So, Sandy, last question. What time do you guys do your Friday shows?
7: We are normally on, I'm the host and Mariella, she's the founder. She's also the host Fridays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now she's in Venezuela. So it's me hosting it from here because I got better internet. So she, she sometimes gets dropped six times, but we're holding this space. And what we do is we have live music. We showcase artists. We buy NFTs and we have giveaways and we also share information to keep the community safe. As you know, there are bad actors and things that people need to be made aware of. And one of the powerhouses in the space, we call her the local sheriff, is um, Miriam Dunn. So her thing is Miss MacD. And she's an artist and she's super tech and she's a retired English teacher. So she will probably be helping me write this manual because she's uh, also we go to her for technical information and she's also a big crypto savvy person. So yeah, right. there, there's some older, you know, people in the space who, you know, we're grandmas, but we're there. And we want to leave the legacy for our grandchildren and generational wealth. And we get it. And thank you very much for doing this.
1: Um, our pleasure. Yeah. We'll, like I said, just keep in touch. We're, we're, that's all we, we do. I mean, I literally, like I said, I started this, uh, helping out because i just figured i have to help people out that's kind of my personality in general but i was like even if i just change one person's life like i feel like i did did something with my life so you know i kind of do that and uh yeah it's just it's empowering like i i, like I said, this is the right train and i'm not I, w- I wish well on all the other blockchains that are outside of ibc and maybe they'll never connect over for whatever reason i hope everyone succeeds because i don't think anyone should not succeed in life but yeah, this is the right train and we're here to help and anyone that needs help, you know, reach out. I always answer my DM. So like maybe not necessarily on Twitter. I'm, I get a little bit behind on that, but primarily I'm a telegram guy and uh, I, I answer every question imaginable. Sometimes I can't get work done because I'm just trying to help people out so much. And like you said, with bad actors, I try to just educate people and we do tutorial shows. Like, so if you do di- join our discord, we do shows where we sh- screen share on how to, you know, use osmosis or how to stake or how to use secret network and all kind of different things. So we do try to balance the tutorial side and the, the high tech talk. Like a lot of times the Sunday shows are more on the tech side. So it does get a little bit intimidating, but I try to take a break whenever a developer comes on and kind of does their thing because they're so used to speaking with other people that, you know, they basically build. So they think everyone kind of has that mentality. So I kind of, Chime in and say this is what they said in layman' terms. So, but yeah, please, you know, any of you guys out there, you ever have any questions? Feel free to you know ask me or ask um, Tricky or the Cosmos Space Telegram or Discord. So we're here to help. So, all right, uh, First, uh, the I to, uh, let's
7: go back uh, to uh, the lending. Thank you so much. Let's go back to the technical, please, because that really is the deep root of what we're here, right? Tell us how we can do this lending and get over to you, please.
1: Okay, so. We we kind of did the uh, the persistence, uh, the way of doing it with you're going to be able to the website is pstake.finance or excuse me, app.pstake.finance. You'll be able to send over your your atom over there and basically stake it and you'll get a stake derivative. So it'll be called STK uh, uh, atom. And then you'll be able to, to convert that. We'll we'll get a tutorial going on that actually. So maybe that'll be on our to do list. How, when, whenever B Adam goes live on Terra's ecosystem, maybe we'll do a tutorial. So it'll be a lot easier to explain than over just communication. We'll be able to just do it live, and then uh, maybe borrow on Anchor and do things over there. But I, uh, I did post the link to the uh,
3: the app as well up top, just in case anybody's wondering uh, exactly what it is.
1: Yeah, because it's a little bit more complex uh, at the moment because you have to use multiple wallets. But it's going to be a lot simpler in the near future. And like I said, plus it's easier just to show. And um, so we're going to do that. And we're also now I'm going to pass the mic over to Eli. We're going to talk about an upcoming protocol on Secret Network. Uh, It's already there. It's called Sienna Swap, but they're also going to now start having um lending so we're kind of just going to tidbit over to to the ser- the secret side here so eli if you have a chance
4: <laughs> so sorry i to jump in uh but i have to drop off and i just wanted to thank everyone for, for you know having me here it's great speaking to you all and uh please hit us up on telegram if you if you guys have any questions thank you so much Koss. thank you tricky well,
1: my Thanks pleasure again. yeah so we'll, we'll keep you. we're definitely going to keep in touch and then once um uh, you know whenever it gets live on anchor you know we'll definitely be in touch and uh, we would probably i'm sure you guys are probably going to have like a video out or something or yeah. somewhere. We'll, we're going to try to do a live show on uh, discord we'll, we'll we'll host it on here for the communication part but we'll also show on discord like screen sharing so how so individuals can figure out how to use it absolutely thank you so much Matt. thank you guys thank you for, thank you for stopping by I appreciate your time today
8: you have a good day take care you you guys too thank you Okay, so Eli, you want to talk, to, talk yes. to us about Sienna? Thank you for having me, Haas. Can you guys hear me all right? Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, so I'm the community manager for Sienna Network. Uh, so before I talk about Sienna Land, I'll give a brief overview of what Sienna is and, and what we do. So uh, Sienna Network is a Layer 2 DeFi protocol built on secret network. So you can think of Sienna as an array of interconnected privacy-preserving DeFi applications, us- utilizing the Sienna token. Uh, these applications include SieNnaSwap, which is our front-running resistant AMM uh, that utilizes encrypted mempools, and uh, Sienna Lend, which is coming within the next two weeks, as well as Sienna Launch, which is a launchpad we're working on, and that's uh, scheduled for Q3. Uh, as far as Sienna Lend, the official announcement is coming soon, but I can provide a brief overview now of the main concepts. So Sienna Lend is the first ever protocol to enable private and permissionless Bitcoin and Monero lending. Uh, it'll utilize the variable interest model. So the interest rate will keep changing depending on the balance of a particular lending pool and then over collateralized model for long, <coughs> excuse me. So users can privately borrow up to a maximum of 80% of their provided collateral. And uh, they'll continue earning yield on their liquidity, even when it's being used as collateral for a loan. So you can just deposit some money into a lending pool, use that to take out a loan. And while you have the loan, you're also earning money on the, uh, on the original collateral. So if you want to use Siena Lend, you can use one of our many bridges so we have an ibc bridge you can use the secret network ethereum bsc and uh, monero bridge to convert your tokens into secret tokens which is something you need to do in order to interact with uh sienna networks DeFi applications so uh sienna land will utilize band protocol as its oracle provider and uh, to further uh, protect users privacy sienna land will anonymize users wallets by assigning them address aliases so your, your wallet address won't be visible to any other participants. Uh, yeah, that's a brief overview, but uh, stay tuned for the official announcement.
2: That's like, awesome, man.
8: Yeah, CLN should come within the
1: next two weeks, as I said earlier. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for, uh, for for Secret Network to expand. And that's awesome that you get an alias so you can borrow and basically no one's docks in you, which is yeah. great. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I don't really know, t- I know what Monero is about, but what, what wallet is their main wallet that they use?
8: Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Let me see. Pretty sure you can use any BIP32 wallet for okay. Monero. So
3: all your like, basic like Exodus, any of the standard wallet
1: that is multi-token, trust wallet, all that stuff. Nice. Yeah, I know the Monero community is really big on to uh, Secret because, I mean, M- M- Monero is just essentially a privacy coin. That's basically it for it. So now that they can get, get some degen action, that's good, especially with lending.
7: Thank you, friends. I'm going to go down to listener so somebody else can have the mic. Appreciate your time and your attention today. I learned a lot. Thank you.
1: Thank you for stopping by. Thank you. So Eli, what else, uh, besides that, are you going to be able to, uh, let me use the staked, let's go to the staked secret, because I know that's new with Shade Protocol. So what kind of implementations do you think you'll be able to use with the staked uh, secret derivative? Uh, so specifically
8: for Shade's derivative SDK, staked secret, there will be a Sienna Lend Market, so you'll be able to deposit your staked secret as collateral, and you could use that to take out loans. So that's going to be directly implemented in our, in our
1: product. I could see that getting really big to be yeah. honest with you. Like I know I would use that because anytime you can actually do more than just stake and get some, some action, I'm all about that. So that's what kind of today's show was about mainly, you know, you can start doing more things throughout the, the ever grown ecosystem. So now you don't have to just be like, all right, I'm staking. And that's, that's basically the end of it. Now you're going to be able to, have more utility with your staked assets, which I mean that's that's great. I'm all about that.
8: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the key point is allowing your users to have as many possibilities as possible, and not you know putting them in closed rooms, so to speak.
1: I, I don't know if you know this question, there's this answer or not, but do you? I know the guys were talking about in the Anons uh, chat about having SNIP twenties be able to be sent throughout the eco. Do you happen to know any time frame on that? I'm pretty sure Secret Labs announced the upgrade will be in April, so very soon. So yeah, there's a lot of good good stuff coming right now okay. with everything, and it's just this this is the this is the train to be on. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. What up, Sefi? I see Seffy's here. Clay, what's going on? So does anyone have any questions for anyone? My, myself, Sienna. Feel free to raise your hand and ask.
2: So, I'm looking forward to all this, man. It's just. Uh,
1: so, I guess we could just kind of. We got two requests. Safi, what up? Good, Safi. And then, who else was that? We
2: got Balaji, Peter up here. You guys got any questions, Alex? I'm Safi? Hey, guys.
9: Uh, by the way, is it Eli or Ellie? How do you say your name? Uh, it's Eli. Eli. Cool. Uh, when it comes to. Uh, Platforms on Secret, and this is probably a newbie question because I'm a Secret newbie. Um, What, uh, like, if everything is kind of obfuscated as far as transactions, like for things like front-running resistance, et cetera, et cetera. um, Like, what part of the function of a protocol is auditable by the user? Like, for like, like, how do you know as a user? your trades are being executed as intended and i'm I'm not saying that you guys are doing anything nefarious i i'm just asking like how do you uh is the code like open source or like what what's the you follow what i'm saying like how how do you know that a protocol on secret um is so secret that you don't even know what the heck it's doing
8: (laughs) that's what i'm asking right so So it's not really a matter of code. All the code is open source. Um, I'm not very technical, but I can give you a brief overview of how it works. So for DEXs specifically, such as, you know, SiennaSwap, the transactions. So when you, how do I phrase this? Give me one second. So uh, when you make a trade, your trade goes into a mempool with all the other pending transactions. So usually on Ethereum and other public blockchains, that mempool is public. So anyone can see that and front run your transaction by using higher gas. So on Secret Network, the mempool itself is encrypted. So nobody can see the pending transactions and they can't front run your transaction, if that makes sense. Uh, as far as like a regular transactions, sending, for example, secret from one wallet to another. Uh, secret itself is not private, but secret secret is. So if you're sending secret secret, people will be able to see that you interacted with a secret secret contract, but the details of the interaction itself are not uh, public. They're private. So how much you sent and, and to which wallet? Does that kind of make sense?
9: Yeah, I, I guess what I was saying is like, let's say you're talking about a DEX uh, and you're executing a trade in uh, w- where it's completely secret. I guess that's with the secret-secret system. Um, how how do you know, like, let's say, let's just make, let's just pretend like I'm a nefarious protocol. I'm just making up a, a protocol in secret and I create a system and I claim it does one thing, but in the background, how do I like, can the protocol designer in theory, like steal from people using the decks? Cause they can't like, you know, can you actually see the outcome of the smart contracts or I'm just making shit up as I go, but you see what I'm getting at? Like, how do you audit, for yourself, that the protocol did what it was supposed to, or is that even possible?
8: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm, I'm technical enough to answer that question, to be honest with you. But uh, if somebody else has uh, has an answer, yeah, I'm not sure.
9: Got it. Got it. Yeah. I just couldn't figure out. Like, and and by the way, this this issue comes up in regular protocols too. Like, um, you know, any any uh, vault or smart contract that you enter. Um, you know, there's what the protocol says it does, right. But you don't really know for sure, I guess, if in the process, like money's being skimmed, uh, like maybe let's say like an extra 0.1% fee was added by some protocol. And, um, it was happening in some way where like, you didn't know if it was part of the trade execution or whether that fee was just sort of lumped in. Right. So those kind of like, uh, I I could never figure out exactly how, that sort of thing is like fully prevented or or, or whatever, right?
3: So right. remember those viewing keys that you made last night, Steffi? For for each little thing you did? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I think so those viewing keys allow you to view all of the data from your transactions and all the details. Um, limited to what is your data. So you could verify it that way. Like you could go through the transaction and see like wait a minute what was this point one extra fee or whatever um so i think that's where you can kind of audit it but you won't be able to necessarily audit all the transactions that are going on in there i don't know if that helps at
2: all
9: yeah i think i understand so yeah and, and this is like a, a just a general i guess blockchain question more than it is necessarily purely a secret one i just didn't know if it made it even tougher because of the privacy angle to know what is actually happening in the background because Yeah, it'd probably be a question for like Tor and company, like if there was a nefarious protocol that like, you know, was doing something with your funds, you know, more than what the white paper stated. um, I'm just curious how that plays out in secret as far as, uh, you know, you getting that transparency somehow.
8: I think it's just a matter of uh, going going back to the source code and just uh, auditing it yourself if you have the skill set or. Yeah, I think well, sure. the, everything and is not all source.
9: not all codes on on different platforms are deaf are automatically open source. But is you is spec is uh, Sienna's open source, basically?
8: Yes. Yeah, we're open source.
9: OK, well, that that makes a lot of sense, because, yeah, if it's open source, obviously, um, you can go and figure out like what it's doing. But there are other protocols that decide not to be open source, not necessarily a secret network, but in general and you don't know what the hell's going on in the background necessarily but they don't want to reveal all of their code because you know then their their platform can be immediately copied right so that's the other problem
1: anyone it's in here secret community if you have any technical background i mean i understand a lot about secret but i'm not going to pretend i know that exact answer on how to give you the guy would be the best i'm trying to get him on right now to just answer that question because he's that you know the tactical guy or or Thor, but I don't know. Sundays are kind of a bad day for a lot of people. Uh, if anyone can answer that question, you you can step up on the uh, mic. I know there's some tactical people. But
9: it's here. not it's not critical right now. Obviously, it doesn't.
1: No, but it, I, I, it I think was, the, I think the nice fact that,
9: that yeah, I think the fact that Sienna's is open source probably is all you really need to know because then it allows other developers to like notice if there's a problem and bring it up in the community. Um so I, I don't I and I'm, again I'm not pointing specifically at this protocol. I was just a general question I had that I wasn't sure of.
1: No, it's a it's a great concern to have. I mean, yeah, I need to figure out the, the website because there is a specific website. It's like a tax, but it's a different one where you can put in your your uh secret address, like all of them. So you can just put cause each uh private key has a different address, so to speak. So you could just like put it in. So if it was like secret secret or secret Luna. You could have put insert that address, and it'll show any transaction that you essentially have ever done. So, like it is, it is auditable. It's like the the transactions are on there. I just don't know. I'm not that tech savvy to give you the specific answer on how you can, you know, I guess track any protocol. And, and like you were saying, how you know maybe they just act, throw in a bump here or there and, and they're skimping. You how, how can you t- how can one tell? I mean, I know that the protocols are open source, so that that would be that but i'm I'm not going to say i know the exact answer for that a lot of the secret community they uh they they stay secret so to speak they'll, they'll ask questions but they'll dm me i know there's someone in there that those i especially uh so the i don't know sefi if you're real familiarized with the 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 anons the nft collection it's like one of the first collections on secret network i think i've seen some people Sporting them,
9: yeah, but I, I don't know too much about it,
1: but yeah so there's a few people in here that that have them I, I have one of them as well, so you can you can uh with the private metadata, you can link it up so you can get into this like exclusive telegram group, and the the people on are like guys always on our tour basically, essentially everyone in secret networks in, in there that's like building behind the scenes and uh yeah, I, I do want to have more of a technical show i I can't remember what day of the week that they have, maybe it's a Tuesday, it's like a Tuesday noon show, noon Eastern time. But they do like a show for like an hour, just basically on secret. And I know they would be able to answer that question with, with ease, I'm gonna th- I'll find that out though. Cause I, I would love to know that the, the technical way of answering that question.
8: Uh, speaking of NFTs, if I can just jump in here. Uh, so we recently launched Sienna Knights, our official PFP collection. And if you own a Sienna Knight, you'll have early access to Lend. So that's just a perk of owning owning one of them.
1: Yeah, I own one. <laughs> I, I, they're they're pretty badass. Like your PFP is pretty cool. So when when would that start? You think? So we're going to announce that
8: tomorrow, I believe. And um, yeah, they'll have one full week before everyone else to test out the platform. Nice. So you
2: personally, what is your favorite pool in Sienna, uh Sienna swap?
8: Uh, my favorite pool? Yeah. I don't like, really like LPing because I, I like keeping my CNS So <laughs> single nice. staking for me.
1: Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I do everything. I, 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 a lot of times, I mean, it's probably not a good strategy, but I just kind of wing a lot of shit. I'm just like, you know what? Or if I get really busy, like the last couple of weeks, I've been super, super busy. So instead of me doing all these calculations and looking around and shit, I'm just like, I'm just going to stake whatever asset I have. I'm just staking it. And then, uh, like today, cause I'm, I'm in so many pools and so many wallets. It just, it's hard to keep track of some of this shit. And, uh, as much as I don't like, I, I like all the DJ action, but auto compounding is a pretty cool feature to have. So I'm kind of getting to that point with my time schedule where I'm just like, I, I would love everything to be automated you know, whatever pool that I'm in, just click auto compound and just let it do its thing. And I could just not have to worry about anything. I'm looking forward to, for that optionality for every pool that I'm in or decks. So, yeah, I guess this is a good, uh, Peter, you got something to say? Go
10: ahead. Yeah. So, so on the, on that note, like, so I, I have, I have several pools in osmosis as well. Is there, is there like a really good kind of, Cause eight doesn't seem to do a good job for me of like displaying like what's what and what's like, what, what my percentages are, you know, what my, what my total value is and all that stuff. Cause the osmosis, I mean, I think it's, you know, it leaves a little bit to be desired. I know they're, they're probably working on some, some cool stuff, but is there anywhere to like really keep a good track on like what you have where in osmosis, like, like an all in one dashboard or, cause I, I, I know ABoard uh, you know, does it pretty well for all my Luna stuff. Although for some reason, it seems like they just, they took out all the Nexus and like Spectrum stuff, which was in there. Now it's not, I don't, I don't know if it's just like a setting I have wrong, but osmosis, it doesn't
1: really do anything with the pools for me. Um, so so you're, know, you're basically like just asking for like an overall portfolio breakdown percentage, like, okay, I have this much in this pool. and
10: Yeah. Or just to see how like the the percentages are shifting. Cause you know, like I said, I probably like you, I just kind of. If If there's an incentivized pool, I'm like, yeah whatever i'll throw I'll throw some money in it and we'll we'll see what happens kind of thing. um and so I would just kind of like to have a visual of like you know how how the how my splits are um you know what what the impact of like things like superfluid staking are having on uh on some of the pools and things like that and i I just haven't really seen like a good holistic view of like, hey, this is everything you have in cosmos. um i mean, I know the Kepler wallet has been doing some great things the updates that they've had have been freaking tremendous as far as like you know displaying all your stuff and being able to you know vote on proposals or at least like the desktop Uh, i don't know if people have been on the desktop in a while um it's changed so much in like the last like three or four days uh, or three or four weeks um they just added like the nft feature which is really cool um but yeah i I just want to kind of see where everything is and it's kind of a little difficult to to see what i have (laughs)
1: So the the best one, uh, we'll tweet it out right now. Actually, tricky if you can. I, I can send it in the chat, but it's zero. It's just the number zero X Tracker dot app, and you could just throw your address in there, and it'll give you a breakdown of everything. That's what I found to be the best portfolio manager for
2: for the our ecosystem. Okay, cool. You can just basically.
1: Uh, let me see. I haven't used it in a long time. It's kind of annoying because it doesn't let you it doesn't let you interact with your kepler but you can bypass it and put it put in your address and it, it could be any of them you could put your atom address in you can put in your uh, osmo address and it should just basically show whatever is connected to that particular kepler And then obviously if you have multiple wallets you'd have to do them for all of them but yeah that's the best breakdown it'll it'll show everything so yeah just use that that's really good cool
10: yeah i'll definitely check it out thank you yeah You're like right. i said i just kind of new and i know a board i don't know it's hit or miss like i feel like sometimes even on the luna stuff i have to refresh it like 10 times before it picks some things up like i'll go in and my portfolio values like 50 percent of what it was yesterday but then it's like oh it's not picking up you know astroport today or it's not picking up like i said for some reason they recently just like none of my nexus or spectrum stuff is, has shown up for like the last couple weeks and so it's just kind of annoying
1: yeah, no, I understand. I luckily for me, I got in early with like everything. So I, I hate saying it. I just literally don't even care. I don't even check prices. I don't even know when I go on CoinGecko and any, any of this stuff anymore. The only time I do is if I'm just trying to create some content for, for the community, I'll just say like, I think this is a good buy, got, you know, good buy spot or I'll use osmosis uh, info and track some of the tokens within it just to share some uh information with the community but like personally on a personal level i just don't even care anymore (laughs) i just i just keep compounding and luckily i've been fortunate enough not to need crypto outside of outside in the in the real world so i just keep just keep compounding every once in a while i might spend some just to just remind myself like this is real money it's not just like fake money (laughs) but yeah man, that's a good app to have i think osmosis is working on having that be a uh, feature within their information where you can just automatically put your address in and then kind of get a breakdown of the portfolio i think more of that will happen once the, uh, i don't know if they're going to use band but once there's more protocols oracles within uh cosmos they'll probably just do that cool
10: yeah because like i said even on cosmos when you go in like all you see is like the the amount of the lp you don't necessarily see I guess you kind of have to go down to the bottom to see like how many the split of each coin, but you have to do that to each individual pool you're in. You can't, it's not just like, there's not like a cool dashboard, which like I said, I feel like they're probably working on it just from some of the, you know, the tweets and other spaces I've been in, you know, hearing things. Um, but I guess the other thing I did have for, I don't know if Sandy's still in here. Um, uh, if if you follow <laughs> if you follow Seffi Seffi's in Spaces throughout the day, or sometimes he hosts them. Uh, they do a lot of talking about like Anchor Protocol borrowing um, and whatnot, and it's a super great resource. Uh, there's another guy you can follow, um, Lucky. Um, I can I can probably send you his thing. He's got some cool like very basic beginner videos on how to how to get started borrowing in Anchor. Uh, I know you were talking about it, and it's a it's a cool cool ass thing once you once you really learn the power of of being able to borrow against your crypto without having to sell it there's there's a ton of cool stuff you can do and 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 you can do it safely too without without necessarily
1: um being super degen
10: about it so oh yeah uh, for
1: sure to follow yeah, Sefie does a good job with all that with the Terra ecosystem. Yeah, borrowing is key. I mean, literally every wealthy person on, on the planet lives lives on on leverage, basically. Not saying you have to have like a crazy amount of leverage. Some people are a little bit ridiculous with their leverage port. But like if you're conservative, you know, you can just do like 20, 30 percent. I mean, most wealthy people on the planet, you know, even like Warren Buffett, I think he's at like 30 percent, you know, like. Thirty percent leverage. I mean, people, wealthy people, don't use their money to to invest. <laughs> basically, they they have their nest egg of portfolio, and they just use that as leverage for whatever they want. And, you know, they have a a nice building that's worth millions of dollars. They'll they'll take out a loan against it and use it to reinvest on whatever else they're going to do. I mean, I've technically that's how I got my, um, my crypto wealth is. I took out you know basically a loan to against what I had. To, you know, not in a crazy amount. If if shit happens, I'm like, all right, I'm cool. You know, some people they this their leverage rate is just too high for my my personal opinion. Maybe if I was younger and I would just YOLO, I guess, I would just max up my leverage. But I don't I don't really believe in that. I think you know, 20%, 30% is a pretty good, you know, my that's my top of the top of the chart. Maybe that maybe I'm too conservative, but that's what my leverage rate would be.
10: Yeah, my new thing this weekend was is you know, obviously the price of Luna, you know, went up pretty significantly over over the weekend and I I it, I had a bunch of like Luna sitting around doing nothing. And so even though the rates weren't great, I bonded it, borrowed against it, and then used like I, I did like a really conservative thirty percent because you know, I'm I'm sure we'll probably get a little bit of a pullback here, but I used that money to just go buy NFTs. Um so instead of spending just Luna on the NFTs, I'm actually kind of you know taking out a loan against myself so i'm not necessarily losing any luna but now i have this nft which you know i was kind of like exploring all the the different um ibc nft kind of stuff too it seems like there's a ton out there um and so that's been really it was it consumed a lot of my weekend just kind of exploring the different uh marketplaces and things like that really really impressed with stars or stargaze i guess um they have some pretty cool pretty cool stuff so i don't know if you i know this is Maybe a little off topic, but I know uh, someone was talking about the Sienna NFTs. So if you could kind of point me in a direction of, I mean, I did see Sienna swap and some of the things I was talking about. So I would definitely be interested in, you know, if you could point me in the direction of where like those NFTs that you were talking about are so I could go check them out.
1: So I'm sure that I have a bit on stash and a little bit because I put myself on timeouts with NFTs because I'm just like a complete idiot with, with NFTs. Like I just like them all. So I just... Yeah, I put myself on timeout, but, but stash.io, so s t a s h IO is basically the main marketplace for what well, is the main marketplace for secret uh, NFTs, and then you could just type it in right there, Sienna Knights, and it'll come up. The, the The collection, Eli would know more. I, I want it was a small collection, maybe 222 mints, maybe. So there probably isn't too many available on there. Like I, I, I got, well, I have one. So I wouldn't know how to tell you how many would be on there, and they they may be at a little bit of a higher price, so to speak. Eli, can you mention anything about that? Uh, there's quite a few on Stash, uh, but yeah, they are all above mint
8: price. Yeah, the mint went really fast.
1: Which I like that though. I like when the when see if I was a collector or starting a collection, I think the max would be about 500 or so, in my personal opinion. That's just me though. I think you it's a good number to have like that or less. I think it gets a little bit watered down if you're doing like a 10,000 mint and um you to me you want to build up a community so like if you if you, the more the more that you have there I guess the more people are just trying to buy and speculate and try to sell them. So I think sticking to a lower amount is probably the best bet as a, if anyone out there is trying to start a collection or get a part of a community, I think you should try to look for a smaller mint amount that's from my personal experiences with being in several different communities and seeing them um take off and and be exclusive and a good group i I mean even up to a thousand or so but when you start to get up past that i think maybe some of these collections are just doing it to to make the money and and not be a part of it that's just my experience i'm not saying they're all bad like i think stargaze has theirs. The Stargaze Punks and it's like eight thousand or so. It's it's really good. Cool, thanks. Yeah, my pleasure, man. Thanks for stopping by. It's not like this space sometimes.
11: Okay. Uh, so I just jumped in a second ago when you guys were talking about uh, like uh, borrowing. So I was curious if you knew of any like non-degen way that I could borrow against a yield-bearing token uh, to uh, you know grab a stable or something and then just gained yield and paid off that way.
1: Well, I mean the the you're saying not like a decentralized but like a more of like a centralized platform?
11: Yeah, kind of similar to what you could do uh before wrapped memo bit the dust, but uh not, you know, on a DGen platform. <laughs> like what type of token are you trying to use as collateral? Uh that's the thing I'm trying to find out if that even is possible on a more
1: stable platform. Yeah, there is. I mean, I would say to me, Anchor Protocol is pretty stable. I don't even know the market cap, but there's billions of dollars in there. So like that's to me, that's stable. And um, there's there's Nexo, there's um, uh, Celsius, there is what's the other one? Um, Block. I can't even think of a damn name right now. I stay away from those type of entities, kind of. But they're there. There's um, what what's the other one? Tricky. Tricky, there?
2: Yeah, I think you kind of uh, hit. I wasn't listening to all of them, but I think you hit
3: most of all of them. All right, so you said you're looking for one that's, like, crypto-based, like, on a blockchain, or one that's not? Yeah, that's like a, uh, it's something like a, where
11: I could basically uh, collateralize a yield-bearing token that, like, sort of naturally increases its own value and take out USDC or something or UST against it uh, and have the token pay its own debt off, really,
1: and still get the money for it. All right, so the other one is Block BlockFi. So can, yeah, there, there's quite a few. Like, Let me just click on it right now. I, I mean, there's like, Bitcoin. bit sounds like Anchor is everything you want, though. Yeah, to, okay. me, to me, that's your it's best bet. Because what, what's good about Anchor 2 is the Cosmos ecosystem is just growing like a wildfire. And you're going to be able to take out UST, which is to me is the best stable coin in crypto. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, the best, it's the best decentralized option. And you'll be able to use you'll you'll be able to use that throughout the whole entire ecosystem and do whatever you want with it. Basically, you can just you can just get yield just on your UST alone. If you're like, I just want to yield yield farm it, you can there's stable coin pairs on on like osmosis. You can just, you know, there's so many options. It gives you so much more flexibility as opposed to being like on a centralized uh, figure like BlockFi or Celsius or Nexo. I'm not saying those don't offer utility. I'm, by no means, I'm not bashing them. But to me, you're kind of restricted. And then the like, interest rates are so high on those places, like they're just ridiculous. Unless you, you, you know, you have to put up like so much money. So like, depending on your portfolio or, or your your you know your financial wherewithal, you might have to put up like a really significant amount of USD t- total value just to get like a okay loan. So I don't think it's really worthwhile. Like I. I took out a loan a long time ago on like Nexo because I used to be like into XRP because it's like a banking coin. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to work because, you know, this is basically gives banks their what, what they want. So I used that just to take out a loan against it because at the time when I got in, it was like a really good price. But the interest rate was like ridiculous. Like it was like 15% or something. Like it was pretty pretty bad for for having a loan. So Gordon, have you ever used Anchor before?
11: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I have just not too in depth. Like I understand that I can uh, deposit my UST, gain some yield on it, and also that I can borrow against uh, like Luna or AVAX or there, there's another one there, ETH, I think. Yeah. Um, so
3: you should, if you can, you should really try to attend uh, Cephi and Lucky Spaces when they go over this stuff. They even do like live demos. Okay. Uh, they do what's called looping. So what you can do is you, you buy your Luna, or you buy, so you take your UST and you turn it into B Luna on Anchor. Take that B Luna deposit it as collateral. Um that Luna kind of is what they would call the like the apex asset, like the ultimate asset. It's always gonna it's gonna be volatile for a little bit, but it's eventually always gonna go up. So what you can do is you borrow against that and then you get UST and then you can use that UST to either kind of you know leverage yourself and get more Luna and then borrow again or take the UST that you got as collateral, deposit it into anchor and use the 20% yield you get off that UST to kind of pay off your your loan per se um yep. so i think that's that's honestly like one of the best strategies that's out there right now um and then you're you're you also have a win just by buying luna so so really go try to go to one of their spaces they go like really into depth with it sephi will make you want to sell your house and all your clothes and buy buy luna and just keep <laughs> looping. so definitely gotta gotta get in one of their spaces
2: all right will do thanks
3: He's actually down there right the, in the crowd. So Yeah, uh, Steffi, Steffi, if you want to add to make that. Make sure man. you follow him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, Steph, if you want to just add anything to that, man. I mean, you're like the you're the you're the go-to when it comes to um anchor protocol and being a DJ.
2: Not busy right now, but um, give, <laughs> me, give him a follow Gordon. He's in spaces all the
3: time. Um and then there's another guy up top I pinned, uh one of his videos actually. Or I think there's two videos up there um we're like showing just how to get like avax over to anchor um and use it over there and then just how to use like prism which is another protocol um and he has a lot of videos
2: on how to do this kind of thing as well all right i appreciate the help
11: thank you
1: yeah we're so early there's going to be so many options within this whole ecosystem so just keep that in mind you know uh I just—it's just amazing the, the opportunities that we have right now. And you know, if you just kind of have a game plan, my my whole thing about like investing, especially in crypto, is have have goals and and set your goals and hit your goals. So like, I have I had a goal right off, right off the rip when I first started with Osmosis. I'm like, I'm going to get to X amount of Osmosis just staking. Like I didn't even start with LPs. I'm like, I'm going to hit this goal and then I'll reevaluate what I want to do. I'm going to start diving into the LP pools. And probably if I had to do it all over again, I probably would have hopped right into the pools because I don't even remember. Like some of the LP pools at the time were like over a thousand percent APR. And I started shifting over assets into it. I'm like, this is a scam. Like there's no way this can be this crazy. Like these APRs are just nuts. So I took, I don't even remember at the time, maybe 20 or 20, 25% of my overall portfolio. And I bought Osmo and, and basically went to town. And then, you know, I really went down the rabbit hole and learned all about IBC. I learned about Sunny. I learned about the team. I got involved. I'm like, yeah, this is legit. So basically shortly after that, you know, I'm I pretty much, I would say 90% or so just hopped into Osmo and then I staked a bunch. I started off with the Osmo Adam pool and then I kind of just went through and I currently, I mean, I'm in, I don't even know how many pools, ever 20 something pools and I just yield farm and it, it, it's all what you believe in. So like, it's great to be early. You know, I got into Juno when it was less than one Osmo, like that's how you win. Basically you get in early and I'm not saying go put your whole stack in, in the, in the middle of the table, but definitely do your research you find a token, a team, a community that you like, you know, go for it a little bit, depending on your risk tolerance, you know. I had a highly, a high, uh, I still do. Like people think I'm nuts because I have a, like a solid portfolio now, but I don't, I technically don't even own any, Um, well, I guess a little bit of Ethereum, but um, I don't own any BTC. And it's not to say that one day that I won't. It's just that right now, like me personally, I I view Luna as like my, my savings. So like, if I want to shift any assets around or just like, all right, I, I'm going to, this is my, basically my baby to to grow in the future. Like I'll shift some over to Luna and just stake it. And yeah, the APR just like stake wise isn't, isn't crazy, but it's a def- deflationary asset. So to me, that is my Bitcoin. And, um, you know, when Bitcoin does come over to osmosis, I'm sure I will buy Bitcoin, but for the time being, I personally just don't see it as being a better return on my investment over like the, say the next year or two. I just, I think if you're like, Hey, you you know, what would you choose one or the other? I'm, I'm 100% with no, you know, no, no no even second thought I'm choosing Luna. Like I think Luna is a solid $1,000 token and not even that long from now. So like, you do the math, you know, that's basically a 10 X right now. Well, it is if you consider like the interest and the inflation that you're going to make and the exposure and the, the options and you can borrow against and just do all that stuff. It's just like, it's a no, to me, it's a no brainer. So I view Luna as like the, how people are like, well, you know, Bitcoin's going to be around forever. Well, I think Luna's going to be around forever too. So, I mean, yeah. So I I do that and just stick to your goals. So, uh, you know. What's cool about osmosis is when a token launches at first, it's almost like an airdrop. So if you're like, I'm like Evmos, you're like, I'm really into Evmos. Like, I think it's going to be the future. Well, get in early and then, you know, stake it or do whatever. Maybe they'll do external incentives right off the bat. So then you get to just yield extra tokens every epoch. And for anyone out there that's new, like an epoch is like every 24 hours, it's at 1730 UTC. So it basically just happened not too long ago on osmosis and um, you know you can do whatever you want with them so like currently some of my strategy that i'm doing that it's really working out for me is i'll take my osmo rewards and like for the time being i just basically been 100% just going into the osmo luna pool or i do like osmo luna and some osmo secret and uh, osmo adam kind of like my blue chips i i I think those are like the blue chip pools on osmosis and then with the externals i'm in so many different pools that offer external incentives i'll just take those tokens so like like i'm in the grav pool grab osmo and i'm in p stake osmo and i'm in um, i'm in all these different pools so like i'll take those tokens and you can single lp it which it's a functionality on osmosis and what it does it just basically does the math for you so if it's like a 50 percent, 50 percent pool it just does the calculations and you just throw it in there and then you just you'll just notice like your your positions just keep growing and growing and growing and then uh you know a lot of these tokens they do governance so like stars for an example their their external incentives are going to be running up within the next couple of days but you can check uh through the governance, through those particular tokens, and they're going to be essentially re-upping. I don't know how many days, the Epochs, if anyone knows, but they're going to be doing it over an extended stretch. Comdex just did it as well. So, like, Comdex had an airdrop, and for all the people that didn't collect their airdrops for whatever reason, they took that total percent. Instead of just, like, burning it or doing whatever, they just added it to external incentives for, like, the next basically almost year for them. So... Yeah, that's my main advice for anyone out there, and that doesn't have to even just be particularly with Osmosis. I'm very biased; like, I think it's the best stacks, it's the best interface. Yes, does it need to improve? It will, though. So, I mean, the guys there, they, they, they work more so on being revolutionary with their tech as opposed to like customer friendly experiences. Like, okay, yeah, it would be nice if you can have a search bar and uh, just. Put your favorite assets. Yeah, that'll come. So don't worry about stuff like that. They're just, they're just so busy on doing things. Like, I don't know if anyone knows anything out there about what's inner interfluid staking, but for tokens within IBC that want to kind of do what superfluid staking is, you can do it with their tokens. So like if a cosh is like, let's let's enable inter interfluid staking, you're gonna be able to take your your position in the, like, say, the Akash and Osmo pool and a certain percentage of it, not all of it, but it's like, say, half of your Akash, you'll be able to stake it, earn yield on whatever the yield is, and then secure their network at the same token. So, like, I've seen this happen in way back in November. I wrote a piece about it that, you know, there's going to be a battle between the community always just – accepting every proposal and just kind of by default clicking yes to everything which is in a way it's kind of unhealthy for the network because not every token deserves the osmo reward it's just the fact the osmo rewards should be in my personal opinion they should only be rewarded to tokens that truly is in the best interest of the longevity of the osmosis decks and there's quite a few tokens that In my opinion do that but not every like cw20 token or um you know let's call it what it is some shit coins come out they they should automatically get in it so there's been chatter throughout the community and i think it's a really good idea and for those that want to get involved and learn about things before they happen you can get be a part of the commonwealth and this isn't just with osmosis this is basically all ibc chains You can get a part, be a part of the community. The ones that actually truly care about like everything. They're not just in it for the investment part of it. And I think it's a cool idea. It's called like a grace period. And I kind of was going back and forth with some of the people behind the scenes of Osmosis. I think it's a really good idea. So if I just randomly spun up a chain. And i put my token on osmosis like yes i can offer externals there's it's permissionless there's no one stopping me from saying look for the next 365 days we're gonna do these total amount of of the host token but that doesn't automatically mean that i deserve osmo rewards per epoch like you should have to do like say like a 90 day trial period so the people in the community, the awesome, the, everyone could see the analytics and be like, you know what, there is actually a demand for this token. So maybe now we can, you know, potentially put this on chain to have the, the Haas, uh, token allocation. And also on top of that, the Osmo token, uh, rewards per epoch. So people need to be more active and, um, you know, get involved if you're really out there and you want to get involved. I mean, you don't have to talk. You can just, you can just read what other people are saying. I, I learned a lot of things in crypto by just reading other people's uh, conversations. Like I just lurk around in some of these groups. You know, i will just read. like I'm I'm a part of the, the the Anon's army chat and I'll just go in and I do communicate with everyone when I get a chance. But a lot of times I'll just read like guy will be talking Tor will be talking. I'm just like, yeah, let's, I'll just read what they're saying. It's really, you know, it's informative. It's the same thing with Commonwealth. And I think that can help you with your investment strategies too and help you be, get early you know you don't need to watch youtube if you if you like really want to do your research it's out there you just have to you have to put the time in it's it's worked for me it's worked for a lot of people in this in this uh community but um anyone had any questions i seen a couple of people were raising their hands when i was kind of just spitting there what's up marty
12: i know good morning or good afternoon i actually I didn't have my hand up i was uh thinking about uh some of the things you had to say there was pretty interesting.
2: Nice. Yeah, it's just
1: it's just like you you have to do your research. And if you're convicted early, you can literally make life-changing money. You know, like say you say you're like so convicted on Juno, and you just you put in a good stack when it was like four dollars, and then all that APR that you earned, and then the airdrops and everything else on top of it. You could literally just, you know, depending on how much wherewithal you had, it could literally change your life. You could just do nothing the rest of your life if you wanted to. So, and I think there's going to be more opportunities. I'm not saying every token, There's, you know, I don't think there's going to be, I don't see a world where there's so many winners uh, with with different chains. But if you pick the right ones, you can definitely make it, like really, really make a dent, you know, change your
12: life. I mean, osmosis was, wasn't as, you know, Has been, I guess, an incredible like return. What's your thinking about Juno Swap?
1: See, I don't, I hate to say, I know that there's a lot of Juno people that get mad whenever I say anything negative about anything Juno related. I just see it more as a, as a, I hate saying it, but more of just a copy and paste. And I don't know, unless I get to find out, I've been trying to do the research to see what differentiates them besides just putting on CW20 tokens. Like for the most part, it's just like they copy and paste. Okay, Osmo has a, a secret in, in Osmo pool. Well, let's just do a Juno in Osmo pool. I think it does bring value to the Juno token for sure, but I don't know what the point of holding whatever their token is gonna be called, the, uh, the raw token. Like To me, like what's the point? I'm not saying it can't have value. But to me, a lot of those types of tokens, those L2s that are built on different networks, unless they offer something unique. To me, it's just all it it does is bring in mercenary capital. So someone will just be like, you know what, I got 100K and I'm just going to go over there. I'm going to abuse it. I'm just going to use it all. I'm going to farm up and I'm just going to dump it. I'm going to double my money and then that's it. And like that happens, you know, it's like, I am not saying that it can't succeed. I hope it does for, I mean, I personally... My raw airdrop, I don't even remember how much it's going to be or whatever it's going to be. I'm probably not going to dump it. I'm just going to probably stake it if it, if they allow you to stake it or just add a position in, like, Juno and raw and just let it ride. But it's, I
12: don't... That's definitely just, what I've been doing. is just, like, if I get a drop, I either stake it or actually add something to it, you know, and put it in the LP, you know, on Juno and let it ride.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, they. I mean, it has solid tokenomics and all that. It's, it has a chance. I just, like I said, I just don't know what the value of like hodling that token is going to be. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Like, they'll have a great use case for it. But um, yeah, I'm not. I'm, and people are like, "Oh, the Osmosis liquidity is going to go down." No, it's not. Like, because there's so many more new blockchains that are coming out, and 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 Osmosis, like I always said, to me, it's going to be the financial hub of the entire Cosmos ecosystem eventually like every token's going to be listed on it it's going to it's going to uh compete against centralized exchanges and i'm not worried about it like, even if technically the osmo token wasn't rewarded for people providing liquidity it, there's going to be so much in swap fees and and all the external tokens are, are going to be rewarded and that's going to keep going on indefinitely it's like and a lot of t- people they use the the osmosis as a price point finding you know to do the liquidity bootstrap and so they'll, they'll provide the liquidity for five days and then the community decides what the price point is. And, and um, yeah, I forget exactly what, what it starts off with. Maybe it's like an 80-20 balance until it gets to 50-50 and then the, the, L, the LBP ends. So that's going to be a thing too. Like people are, instead of doing like a, a private sell, you just do that. And I support that. Like when people don't do private sales and they, they provide liquidity or they ask the Osmosis uh, community for a loan, to start off, like, that's a perfect example of Stargaze. Stargaze started from nothing. It was worth zero, it was worth nothing. They asked the Osmosis community on, on and through governance, you know, for basically an Osmo loan that they're going to pay back. And I support that because it's like, I feel like more like I'm a venture capitalist in that situation. And then not only that, the community pool gets diversified with more than just the osmo assets so like i'm all for that too so it's kind of like a win-win in in my eyes when 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 uh, teams do that
12: i'm with you on that i think the lgp thing is is the way to go for the overall community effect i don't i don't understand the politics enough for some of the other chains to say i don't want this successful strategy can we can we segue to secret i'm the secret thing in terms of like the lps and whatever else i'm i'm like too much of a smooth brain to really understand like how to navigate you know that effectively other than to buy secret and stake it
1: (laughs) yeah so so it's um a good way to get started if you want to start to do more things with within secret network whether it's just providing liquidity or whatnot is, so the website for those out there is rap.scrt.network. And with that, any token right now, like secret, Adam, Luna, UST, Osmo, DVPN, Wow, wow pretty soon Juno, and Akash, uh, there's Those two last ones I just mentioned technically aren't ready yet, but you can go on there and you co- you you connect your wallet and then you'll see like a little guy that has like a magnifying glass you, where it'll say balance. You click that and it'll, it'll say right above it, it'll say set viewing key. You click it, like right now I, I have one, I'm just going to click it, hit submit. So what it's doing is it's giving you a contract address that's a, a different, unique secret address, which is like their contract for... You know, secret. Uh, It's like like, I'm just going to click secret UST right now. The symbol is SUST. You would click submit and then it comes up and it'll ask you. It's basically CAUSEM-WASM. It says execute WASM contract and you can pay low. So it's like one penny basically to enable that private key on your Kepler wallet. And then any of these assets now, they're called SNP 20. So basically it's a secret version of any of those assets that I just mentioned. So, you know, you can do DeFi applications on there. Now now you can send it. So like if Marty, you're like, hey man, like can you send me over some Osmo? And I didn't want you to know my address. I would just, I would wrap it secret Osmo and I would just send it to your secret address. And then now it's gonna be under your secret assets. And then you can unwrap it. You can do whatever you want with it. And not not the whole world would know like, hey man, like Haas just sent over, you know, this amount to, to marty and this is how much you know he sent over and this is what marty did afterwards and then they just track you and track me forever like that's that's pretty cool utility by itself that's really there's so many use cases with that like one of the main things is like you know you want to send your family member some tokens like well okay you can send it now they don't know like okay my son's worth this or you know my my nephew's worth this you know so it's like it's pretty cool
8: uh, you could also use the sienna network wrap tool we actually already have juno enabled so you can convert your juno into secret juno and then you could lp that on sienna
1: swap yeah i forgot to mention that yeah so you're right so like sienna's i, I, I want to say you guys are like the the test ground before it goes on the wrap like i know for like wawa we we went through you guys way before it became enabled on uh wrap secret so yeah you can do that on there and um yeah it's just a great tool to have but i have secret cosmonaut i know you raised your hand a while ago sorry about that buddy oh no problem hello everybody
13: (laughs) so um a couple of things actually i want to go back to a couple of things that were brought up um in the last half hour one was you said uh inner fluid exchanging i mean inner fluid staking that's basically if you're able to take the atom from um atom let's say atom pool uh, on osmosis and then stake the atom across on the um the cosmos chain so that just goes across to a different chain to be staked so they just call that instead of superfluid, it's inner fluid exchange inner fluid staking so um, potentially you could have both you know part of your osmo staked on osmosis and part of your atom staked on cosmos and that's uh, you know, two different names for the same thing, but they give it a different name. That's what I understand. <laughs> now, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's for yeah, sure. The, the other thing I wanted to bring up was I want to go back to a half hour ago about I think Gordon was talking about um, about uh, borrowing and and the way I understood his question, he was he was asking if there is a way that that you have um, a, a token that's increasing in value, let's say a stake token that that you would use as collateral. So your collateral keeps going up and you borrow against it. I think that's what he was asking if I'm correct. Um, and, and, and that's of course not the way in Anchor because in Anchor what happens is you give up the right to those, um, to those rewards um, when you get B Luna. And, and I'm assuming, you know, B Adam basically, uh, Anchor protocol will take those, but then you, you're allowed to borrow. Um, Now, um, just stepping back, um, you know, we talked about, you guys talked about the centralized uh, um, exchanges, uh, like uh, uh, I think the one you were forgetting was BlockFi. So there's, you know, BlockFi, um, Celsius and and Nexo. And um, and then there's decentralized ones. There are many and Anchor is one, but um, going back to the centralized ones, I think each has its own purpose for me. If I have Bitcoin that I bought three years ago, I wouldn't want to exchange that for Luna because I don't want to have a uh, taxable event. Uh, So what I do, uh, the best place is Celsius um, with a loan to um, uh, LTV of a loan to value of uh, uh, 25%. That means, let's say, $400 of Bitcoin, I get $100 uh, in USDC. And for that, um, the interest is 1%. Now, if you pay and sell, which is their own token, it's only 0.75% a year. And they actually have, sometimes they have promotions where they give you, they say, okay, if you borrow $5,000, we give you $200. And, And that's more than compensates for for the interest that you pay. If you kind of watch for those, every few months they have one of those. So pretty much, you know, your BTC, that's really hard to to have any return on. And you also don't want to sell because you don't want to be paying taxes. You can use that at, you know, get 25% and and use that 25% um, USDC that you get, then transfer that and buy Luna with that. And then you can use that Luna and do whatever you want, whether it's ARB or, or go to Anchor. So that's really a good utility uh, of Celsius that doesn't exist elsewhere. Now, going back to what Gordon was asking, um, I think he really wants, he wanted uh, something like a self-paying loan. Uh, where, and and the, the two that I can think of, one is, one is Alchemist on, on Ethereum, and there's one on Stacks. Um, I forget the name of it. And there are other ones. There is none on Cosmos. I don't know if there's one on Luna, you guys can tell me. But basically, the idea is this, you know, uh, so even on Celsius, when, when, you, when you give them your BTC, they use it to make money, but they keep that money, right? So they keep that, that interest. Same thing with Anchor. Um, but uh, on Alchemist, you, you lend them money. Uh, I forget which coin, but, you know, you lend them your coins. And they use the proceeds to pay off your loan over time. So maybe it takes them five years. So your your loan value, pretty much theoretically, unless you get liquidated for some reason, you may not ever have to pay that loan back. You you get your loan on Alchemist, and also there's one protocol on Stacks. And I, you know, you can tell me if there's such thing on Luna. But basically, let's say you, you know, theoretically, you you you. Put up a hundred, you know, a thousand dollars of Luna. You get a loan for two hundred dollars. They use that Luna to 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 get rewards or whatever to so whatever they do to have some sort of a return. And they use that return. Maybe they keep part of it for the protocol and part of it to pay off your loan. So you actually your loan keeps going down as time goes goes on. Now, so that's I think I just wanted to kind of add add to to that to that uh, discussion a little bit. Um, and and that's it. if anybody has any more more
1: about this, I'm I'd like to hear about it. Thank you. Thanks for sharing all that. Uh, yeah, I I've used Celsius before. It's a good good service for sure. And then if you do have Bitcoin, obviously uh, to me it makes no sense of, of selling it. So I'm not advocating for anyone to say, hey, you need to sell it. You definitely could use that as collateral. All all the all the ones he just mentioned, BlockFi, Celsius, Nexo, and then the other ones. They definitely would use that as as um, is collateral, and the only one that I can mention right now that I just I haven't done all the research yet, but I just started to mess around with it was was Kava, or Kava or however you say it, Kava. Uh, you can you can borrow like a and Adam. You can lend it and you earn yield on it, and then you can take out a position on your lending, and it's been pretty good since it's really early right now. Like right now, uh, let me see if you. Per, let's see, Adam. It's, you earn forty-seven percent on your Adam if you lend it. And then yeah, that's just-
13: kind of a bootstrapping mechanism right now. But so, so when you lend, um, depending on what your purpose is, you you know if you if you're actually um, getting in kind, let's say let's say for example you lend in Luna and you get in Luna, then you have to pay back in Luna. So if the price of Luna goes up you're really paying back. There's not, you know, the leverage is not as much as let's say if you mint a stable coin or you borrow in mm-hmm. stable. Coin, right. So, so Kawa doesn't have that for Adam or, you know, as collateral. And, you know, I would love to see somebody give me a stable coin, um, you know, so that I can use that stable coin, get something that appreciates and then pay back in stable coin. Um, of course that's a double edged sword because it comes back to bite you. If, if, prices go down, then you get liquidated much more quickly as well. But if, if you think that that market is going to go up, it's better to borrow in stablecoin, US dollars, use your, your US dollars and buy something that goes up. Um, so you can't do that on Kava right now. All you can do is use, I believe uh, you can just use uh, Kava token.
1: So um, yeah, so, so what I just was messing around with you get three different tokens for doing this, and and then taking out a position, you get their swap token SWP, you get Kava, and then you get Hard. Right. But it's not, but but you don't get it right away. So like if you clicked claim, like if you have your rewards and you're like I just want to claim it, you cl- you can claim it, and either you can do a vesting period of uh, twelve months or or one month, and then you would get the tokens. Like they basically uh, promote you to do 12 months, you earn a lot more over that time period, but that'll allow you to basically just to get out of that position. You can just, you click claim, whatever your rewards are you're going to get. And then whatever your position is, you can, you know, remove it and your liquid and do whatever you want instantaneously. So it's kind of a different, different way about doing it. But yeah, I I agree. It would be nice if you, I'm sure eventually they'll probably have it as, as they get their stable coin, uh, you know, more and more liquid, so to speak, that you'll probably be able to take out a, a, a loan against, you know, and use their stable coin.
13: You know, I, I, I one thing you said earlier that I totally believe in, it, um, and, and that is osmosis. I think osmosis is the one that's going to have all of that. And, uh, you know, I, I keep, despite, despite the inflation, any, I would be very skeptical of any platform with that kind of inflation. But, but Osmosis token has done so well. And the only reason is the brains behind it. Um, and, and I'm just amazed every time I listen to, um, to um, uh, our friend. Um, Sonny? Sonny. Honestly, I'm investing in Sonny. I'm investing in Sonny's brain. I'm not, uh, you know, I, that's what I'm investing in. And I think that uh, like all these uh, 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 forks uh, with inflationary token, you know, uh, they come out and, you know, they give you 500 percent, a thousand percent, et cetera, and they die down. And we've seen so many of them. But um, I'm investing in osmosis because of Sunny. honestly. He's, he's so smart and he promised um, superfluid staking and, and three months later we have it it's unbelievable uh, how they accomplish stuff and how, you know, this is an innovative idea. Nobody thought of it. When I see that, I'm like, okay, if the guy could think of this and could come up with it and, and follow through how many other innovations he's got in his, in mind. And when he says, I want, I want Osmosis to compete with Uniswap, you know, that's what I see in two, three years. And, and I see proof of that when I see a very inflationary token going up in price.
1: Yeah, that's, that's
13: like the- that's like defying gravity.
1: Honestly. It really, it really, yeah, it truly is. Like, I, when I first got in as an investor, like I was really nervous. Like, I got my position mm-hmm. of Osmo around like less than a dollar fifty. Like my my big p- position, and then you know I was like, man, it, it might two x, maybe three x. And then I'm just like sitting there and just I kept compounding and compounding and compounding. And it's just amazing to me. And I've done the math and the charts and what's coming. I could easily see it's still 2X and two and a half, three X and best case right now. And the short and and not even that, you know, the immediate short term, which is crazy. Like you said, like the inflation's nuts. Mm-hmm. And um, but they just have so much going on. And and people out there listening, investing in The people is is a very good strategy as well. Like you get the product, yeah, this is what it is. But then you do the you do the research, and that was my main uh, reason I pulled the trigger. Is I started watching all kind of videos on Sonny. I started reading his blogs from like 2018, and I'm like, this guy's a genius. Like I'm gonna invest in this guy, you know. And um, he's been he's been around the block, so to speak. No pun intended. Like the guy knows what he's doing. And then not only that, like Osmosis is getting so big that. if you could put your mic on mute secret real quick. Thank you. It just keeps echoing. But yeah, so um, there's going to be live interactions with with the with the decks itself. So like, say you're a big well and you're like, you know what, I got a, a couple million dollars and I, and I have questions. You're going to be able to have live support directly on the interface. Like that's going to be amazing. So like I, there's no other decentralized decks that can have that functionality. And the community is really involved and the people that, I've interacted with behind the scenes and that, that they just, we love it. Like we, we literally love it. Like we answer everyone's question. We find the, you know, we just, the, the community, it's a true community what's behind it. And not, not only that, like the whole entire IBC is the same way. So I'm obviously biased. I just, I, yeah, it's, I, I, like I said, yesterday, I was on a show yesterday. Out of all the tokens that I stake, I stake Osmo more than any other token. And it's not to say that you can't make it in any other tokens, because you obviously can. But to me, that is the main token. And we had around the lab, I don't know, maybe three months ago, and Do Kwon was on there. And maybe he was just bullshit, I don't know. But he did say, besides Luna osmo is his number uh, number two position in in crypto so i mean now it's probably going to be bitcoin because that's what he's been he's been you know shouting about that he wants to become number two um holder of bitcoin but yeah i mean that says a lot right there and there is so much coming to to um osmosis so they're going to have like two different versions there's going to be if you if anyone out there has used coinbase there's coinbase pro which is more for an advanced user and that's where you can do multiple different leverages and just different functionalities and then there's there's this basic coinbase and it's going to be the same thing with osmosis like right now it's like app.osmosis.zone well they can just make it you know os you know app.osmosispro.zone and and it's basically for professionals that are trying to take out leverage and use their lp positions as collateral order books and all kind of stuff so it's just it's still early and yeah, I, I'm not selling, I've never sold Osmo. I just keep stacking Osmo. My, to me, when I sell Osmo, it's like, hey, I'm going to buy a bag of this this token because it's really undervalued. Like, I'll use the Kosh for an example. Like, after they had some of their token unlocks, so I'm like, this is a good entry point, in my opinion. I'm just going to, for the next week, I'm just going to take my, my Osmo tokens or most of them and just stack some of Kosh. Or I'm like, you know what? Seeker got beat up right now. I think it's a good entry. And then I'll just stack some secret. So like that's why I love about Osmo, uh, the token is just brings you so much utility that you can just use. It's like like I said, I've been saying this, and it came off as bias back in November. I just think Osmosis is going to be the financial hub of all of IBC. It already is. I mean, really, this is no knock against Adam, but IBC didn't become what it was until Osmosis became what it was. So like I'm not trying to knock the the atom community, because obviously their contributions have been, you know, beyond my imagination. But as, as for the growth of IBC, I personally think that osmosis brought more eyes on IBC than, you know, any other, uh, any other blockchain. And I can just say that from a personal standpoint, like I've been encrypted for quite a while and I didn't come over to IBC until osmosis. And that's not to say like, you know, that's the only reason. It just brought my eyes to it. I'm like, yeah, this is like really good tech. And um I started going down that rabbit hole. So I found I found IBC truly and became, you know, somewhat of a I don't know, I don't want to say expert, but very knowledgeable about the technology and what it what it has because of osmosis.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a two-part space, Financial Instruments in Cosmos, B-Atom, Inc., Sienna, LendPlus, and more. Recorded on Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by Glow Yield. Glow Yield is the ecosystem of Terra decentralized apps like Lotto and Creators, all powered by DeFi yields. Glow Creators helps artists and influencers give their fans exclusive perks through membership, NFTs, and more. Glow Lotto is a prize link savings account with a weekly chance to win the big jackpot. Tickets are free and perpetual, which means there's zero chance to lose money. Be sure to follow Glow Yield on Twitter and join the Discord community to stay up to date. With all the glowing projects and check them out online at glowyield.com. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other. TALIS News. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art Terra Spaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn Thanks for listening They say rapping is the gateway Bringing home great pay Checking that replay Sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way I make about three bucks for every thousand plays So add it up and do the math on that Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows But then where's the money go? When you can't do the shows I guess you could rap on Cameo I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio Six feet motherfucker, step the fuck back Doing a little magic pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing left debating great methods Amazed to play inception the bass stay blessed See even with these huge <laughs> sums <laughs> of overall royalty <laughs> These sums of money that go to the record label per playback Seem insultingly small. While many rights holders are making around three quarters, of, quarters of a cent each time someone listens to one of their tracks, leaving only some portion of that
7: for the actual artist. Can't even say they're making <laughs> <and> say they're <laughs> pennies,
0: <laughs> pennies per play. Spaces.